Welcome to another MCU crew. I think I surprised Jesse. I got him. He's still recovering. You got Chad. me right as I was. I was. Look, I'm not saying I went and went back to Disney Plus just so I could bring these episodes up. Oh, but <laughs> but that's what you did. I there's so much to even talk about, but there's so much news today. There's, so there's decent amount of news. Yeah, but Jesse, like a lot of news. It's fun. The biggest news, Jesse, is have you recovered from Capcom? perfecting your dream girl i look i know it's problematic i'm aware she's not a good person <laughs> i'm aware that she's actually a villain but doesn't matter i love jury and i always will and there's nothing you can do about it there's nothing you can say to me and when they ink when they when they introduce the new version i was like just yes! They they know what they they straight up put her her bald foot in there. It's just a straight they, up. Foot. I'm not a big like foot guy, but like I get, you know, I get it. It's they, fine. There's just a straight up jury foot out there in the yeah, wild. Just like a, yeah, she lifts a guy's face up with her foot. I was like, this yeah. some dude out there is like. Then she goes on Twitter. Thank you. It's about, about time. Yeah. Someone represented my interests. The yeah. the other the. <laughs> Not me, not me though. But the enemy's you know. also like smiling as he's getting. Yeah, his ass he's, he got his ass beaten. Yeah. He's like pretty happy about it. Yeah, I I get it though. I get it though. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah, I suppose you're right. So we're talking about the, as uh, usual, the jury Evo, reveal from Evo. If I I wish I could. I have mean, been there. I listen, wish I could have been there. I'm not good at fighting games. Uh huh. But I will always love their character design. True. Always. A hundred percent, because I mean, it's it's not an archetype you get to see very often, like buff ass, uh, gorgeous women. For me, it was Ibuki from Street sure. Fighter. I oh, don't know yeah, if y'all yeah, are yeah. familiar. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I was yeah. like those those high thigh slits that come all the way to the belt and stuff. I was like, yeah, no, Ibuki is is my my bias, <laughs> as the kids say these days. You know, everyone, like, ever look, Street and yours Fighter? is jewelry, and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. got a Street Fighter type. You know, I'm not saying, you know, Chun-Li or Cammy are kind of basic, but, like, whatever. Yeah. You know, See, for me, it, it all started with uh, my love for dolphins, you know, and Guilty Gear. That's that's where it goes for me. Just a big dolphin <laughs> that's, yeah, fan. Yeah, that's it? Yeah. You were just like, I'm a huge May fan. I'm a huge dolphin fan. And then May came along. And, was like, and May right. is attached to the... Yeah. Right, so you're not a fan of like any sexy witches with guitars. No, it's just a dolphin. But more dolphins, <laughs> right? I mean, like to yeah. each their own. Just a, each their own. Is that a no is, judgments here? Is that a porpoise? No. What's it? Is a dolphin a porpoise? <laughs> is, is it a porpoise? Okay, I love my porpoises. <laughs> you know, every everyone. I don't say it enough. I don't say it enough. Yeah, a little tiny that little tiny sailor and her sweet sweet yeah. dolphin. Yeah. You know. Wait, are you guys good at fighting games? Yeah. I'm more spectators. Uh, I'm not great. I, I love fighting games, uh, and I'm not great at them, but I play them every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, I know my problem. I'm, I, 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 I can do all the moves. I can do like no, I can do a fighting game, but I can't <laughs> do it at any sort of like higher competitive level. Just because most of mm. that is mind game shit, and like 
knowing what moves come mm-hmm. next and what blocks what and how to sure. like knowing your iframes. I simply do not have the patience, time, or energy or effort to put into anything like that. Yeah. And so every time I've sat down with friends who know what they're doing, I'll just yeah. be like, okay, counter, counter. At, a, <laughs> like, at our brain. store, we had a lot of, we would have like community fighting game events. And the very popular one was Skullgirls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, yeah. very popular. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I loved watching it, but I have horrible carpal tunnel, so I will probably never be a fighting game aficionado because even when I put my carpal tunnel brace on, then my hand doesn't move the way I want it to. But, yeah, I used to love watching and, like, hosting if, those events, but, like, I cannot, I cannot play. If you want to experience, like, the nth degree of that, I swear to you, next year, I'm 100% going to Evo. Come with me to Evo. You will. Yeah, I'll go. Sunday. Sunday in the arena. Evo. Yeah, I would love in the arena, to. I in the finals. I used to so go to the League of Legends great. events too. I used to go to the oh, North yeah. American finals. I used to love going to LCS stuff. It was my favorite. <clears throat> but I will. I will say that comparatively to any other esport, be it an FPS or you know a MOBA or whatever, um. Fighting game esports are so much easier to follow and understand because it literally straight up is two people on the screen. Yep. And even if you don't Mm. know what 90% of the moves are, you see the life bar, you can see who has the advantage and who's pushing. It like it clicks so easily. You don't have to even be that knowledgeable to be like, I'm enjoying this. It's like watching either like a UFC or boxing match, except it's computer stuff. And it's super fun. Well, also great. FGC has its own culture too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's very different. Like, I always said that to me, what I liked about StarCraft is it felt like you're watching golf. Like, it's almost like a gentleman's sport. <laughs> yes, know? yes, yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, there's a very different vibe versus like when like fighting games or like League of Legends. There's more of like, um, I don't know. Like, there's, there's more. I get what you're I saying. I don't want to say disrespect. Yeah, but it's like a different type of hype. It, Whereas in StarCraft, it's, more... it's like, oh. That fight, was beautifully executed. Fighting games you know, are more like... personal, is what it is. It's more personal, right? Like, it, yes, yeah. You can't hide behind minions or a team or yeah. anything. It's like if you suck, you suck, and everyone saw you make the wrong move. Yeah. It, and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, last night I was watching someone, and they literally just had a combo thing they were doing, and then just stalled out, and like, I was and like, you, yeah. you could have finished. You could, you literally dropped the combo. You could have won right there, and then they lost. And I was like, that dude is gonna be thinking about that. For the next year, because you could yeah. watch, you could see it in his eyes that he knew he screwed up, and it was like, yeah. "We all saw it too, my man." It's true. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that it's super interesting. I love it. Yeah, there was some the heckling last night too, and I don't know if you saw that. Competitive Justin, but... about personally was like Mech Warrior, and I used to like go to the Mech Warrior pods. Yeah, this yes. place called the Airlines. And that was very much one of those, like, when my call sign would appear over the pot, I'd be like, fucking see me on Battlefield, bitch. You know, like, I was that person. Because, like, destroying someone else's mech, like, it's like, that's the only time I've been toxic. I've never wanted to, like, teabag anybody or be one of those people until I destroy someone's mech, seeing that shit blow up. I'm like, yeah, I wish I, my mech could, like, urinate on you or something. Like, I just took a dump on your chest. You know, like, I just destroyed your baby, now, you know? There's no teabagging in I Valorant. Loved you it. get banned. I know it was, so, I, it was so good. That's the you, only time my toxic personality came out. Like I'd be like, "You came for me in my <laughs> dicey." 
How dare you? You know, did like either of you do laser tag like that. as kids? Did you do laser tag? I used to. Sure, yeah. yeah. I yeah. was that kind of person, bronze and laser tag. I would make my name really? something ridiculous, and I oh my, I would go. I was like a laser tag ninja. Oh That's my weird. god, okay. I would. All right, my friends and I would go and beat up. I, I think senior. Even in senior year of high school, I think once I went off to college, I stopped doing it. But senior high school, my friends and I would go beat up little kids. We would roll up in there like, <laughs> let's roll. And then we just like get sniper positions, just like gun down like families that are like brought their kids. Oh, it was great. We were, we it were. sounds so horrible out of context. Well, that's, I mean, like, <laughs> it was laser tag. <laughs> and the, the kids were like, they didn't know what they were doing. They don't. <laughs> And so, yeah, and then then there was these Ooh. three dudes who were from this town called Centerville that lived near us, and they would roll in dressed in, like, camo and stuff, and we'd be like, oh, hello. They'd be like, so y'all are back? I'm like, yeah, we've been waiting for you. They were like, well, let's do this thing. There was so much tension. It was great. And then we'd battle. It would be like us and these three dudes, and we'd, like, we roll in and shit. We'd be like, pew, 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 pew. You did the Star was... Wars roll before the Star Wars roll existed? Oh, my God. Oh yes, my God. it was. We would. It, I cannot stress the episode of Always Sunny when they're in the laser tag is the most accurate. Yes. I've seen. It's so really? funny. You lived yeah. that? I've oh, heard we people were... were that intense about paintball. But I oh, didn't yeah. know people were that intense it's about a different laser form of... tag. Yeah, it's, we didn't, it's like we didn't have form. paintball. Like we, there was no paintball stuff near us. And I know I'm positive that my friends would have talked my ass into paintball if we had access to it. Paintball hurts. And I would have been like, okay, that's, a, that's sure. the only thing. It hurts. I, I didn't like paintball the two times I did. It just fucking hurt. It wasn't fun. Laser tag, no, no one gets hurt unless you slam into a wall or a kid. Laser tag is like also BS. Like it's all about <laughs> hitting the right part yes. of the right pad. And so once you like know that, it's all gimmick and you're like <laughs> if i yeah. just target the angle and the, and the it's like uh my uh my uncle uh owned and ran a uh a laser tag place so anytime i wanted to play laser tag i would just go and play the old laser tag he was he was way too good though he knew exactly how to like exactly what jesse was just saying he could target a fucking shoulder from like across the arena <laughs> he knew all the best yeah. vantage points because he built the fucking arena all that shit so yeah laser the worst tag. part is we all had like really cringy uh late names. 90s early 2000s names yeah for all like you know it was archangel. always like x defender of death x <laughs> you know like crazy yeah. it's like archangel <laughs> the best gabriel how x. did so when at the laser tag you went to did the scores get posted on a screen afterwards is that how the yeah so yeah. you would leave you would leave the like neon laser area yeah. and then you come back outside to the admittedly really awful looking like lounge yeah and then there'd be a bunch of tv screens that would display the scores and then you would sit there and you would wait for like whoever was in the the room there and then you would like get drinks and like play games yeah. or whatever and then you'd go back in and we would yeah we would spend uh quite a few saturday days there we didn't go at night because we we're like nights when it's weird that's when the losers go the so we were there during the up. day fighting kids <laughs> they had like, yeah. uh... like don't go at night that's didn't, for losers at yours did yeah. they would like at yours, did they print out? Yes, like a oh, little yeah. thing yeah. and give you a title. And then, yeah, they it, out. it was like Terminator, and it yeah. showed yeah. where you shot and who shot who, and and yeah, gave you a timeline. Yep, we got all that. Yeah, info. they had like a le my was... my uncle had like a league at his place, and so it Jesse at nights. That's when they would run the 
the like tournaments. They would get they have teams. We of, were like, never we never did tournaments. We would always show 16 up. Sixteen people. And they would go in there. Yeah, and we'd show up and like NBT. battle it out with like families of four. Yeah, there's always <laughs> birthday parties. That was their biggest. That's where they made their money. The only league I've ever been in is a dart league and it was with a bunch of really old men a lot of them from britain and me and we just played oh, dart sounds like you, friday night huh? you, were you good did you lose every time my partner was good was he also yeah English? i was yeah i was okay okay i was passable i was getting re- a lot better but he kept insisting that part of the reason i wasn't as good as i could be was because i would use the bar dart and he was like, you need to buy your own fucking darts. Gotta get your like, own I'm material. Poor. <laughs> yeah. He's like, buy your own darts. You're using the freebie darts at the bar. They're so bad. I swear, if you buy your own darts, you will get, you will be one of the best players here. And then we also played shuffleboard. And I was a demon Ooh, at shuffleboard. The old yes. shuffle. Like my beer, I would get us a free pitcher of beer almost every night. I was an absolute demon at shuffleboard. But the dart league, I was like, I was passable. Passable. All right, I love this side of you. I love this. Yeah, dark, it was this, a like, bar old five for a man, little while. Yeah, this old man version of you is hilarious. That's what brought like, shuffleboard and, and then plays old old bar games. Yeah, peanut butter like, and pot cheesy. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, I would. I was like a little bit of a shark, and I would like get lots of money from people because, like, when when you see people that aren't a part of the league come in and they're like watching you play. You play shitty on purpose. Mm. And then they're like, oh, can we get in on the next game? It's like, oh, well, we're renting the table for the next hour. We'll make it worth your while. All right. And then you completely wallop them and win like $100. There you go. Bronze the hustler. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, no, I hustled the shit out of people. College kids in the U district. Yeah, no. Does not surprise me. <laughs> Let's talk MCU. And then we'll talk some X-Men. Yo. Um, <laughs> this is. This is the stupidest headline I think I've read maybe this year. Marvel star. I don't know how to say her name. American uh, Chavez actress. Let's go with that. Uh, partners with Sweet Tarts for TikTok Film Festival. I just thought we should read that out loud because that's a. That There's might... a TikTok Film Festival? I, Sweet Tarts still exist. Like, this is the most Zoomer fucking headline I've ever heard. <laughs> I guess there is. Well... A TikTok film festival. The winner gets twenty-five grand bronze for winning TikTok for a minute-long film. I mean, I, I don't guess. even know if it has to be a minute. I mean, it's it's TikTok, so like thirty I seconds. I guess it could film, be, and I guess yeah, yeah. Anyways, I I saw that headline. That's not news. It's just fucking weird because there's a TikTok film festival. In case you guys weren't aware, what the hell's going on? I hate that. What the hell's going on? Jesse's over here thinking like, I could win that. I could be a No, TikTok I'm thinking star. about the fact that uh, the other day I saw some guy. Boy. Uh-oh. I, I don't know who this is, so I can't give them any credit or shout out. But I saw some dude uh, on TikTok say, TikTok is the new hotness. No, I'm sorry. TikTok is the new Twitter. Okay. Twitter is... Now what Instagram was, Instagram is what Facebook was, and Facebook is dead. Yeah. Is what, and, is, and, and that was Reddit's, just TikTok. Yeah. It, he's not wrong. Like, tic, TikTok I, is the originator of memes now. It goes TikTok to Twitter to Reddit. Reddit is where memes go to die. Facebook is irrelevant. 
that's the that's the chain unfortunately i mean facebook isn't irrelevant think, if your memes are like I was, awful no no facebook is relevant unless say, you're 30 very, years or older it's, it's, right. <laughs> it's a very like um narrow mind view because the thing about facebook is that it's the most popular social network in other countries in the world so yeah like yeah yeah, yes, so yeah, like if you're a Brazilian creator or an Indian creator and or anything like that, like, you know, YouTube and Facebook are king. That's very like, true. My cousins in India have iPhones and they're on YouTube. They know my stuff from YouTube. They sure, don't sure. know it from anything else. So like that, that's always strange to me that like to me, like YouTube is like number one. Mm. But I think it's also weird because people don't view it as the social media platform they view it as a content platform but it is a little bit of both imo yeah there, there's some social stuff know. going on in the in the comments yeah well like, I, I don't want to spoil it for you but uh -oh. the dude who made the post was a white guy from la so i feel like his world view is very yeah. small shock yeah i don't yeah, that, i don't mean to spoil to this as fair, well i'm a white guy okay <laughs> he that <laughs> what? that's also who does well on tiktok right yeah. like i watched this very fascinating documentary about I'm not from LA, uh, agents not, not LA. about like agents for tiktokers and i was like see if i want to be a millionaire this is what i would do <laughs> and they basically yeah like they don't do anything other than sign a bunch of like 16 year old kids in really predatory contracts move them out to la put them in one mansion so that they have this it's like TikTok mansion idea yeah. yeah they have this like they can they can go online and post and people think that they're wealthy but they're they're just you know they're living in a house with 10 other people yeah, yeah. and the number one criteria that they chose was like the look like well what does this kid look like like is, oh, he, oh. is he skinny does he have six-pack abs can he do a back handspring can he do can he walk on his hands can he do a handstand like that was all the criteria yeah and then they just like get really formulaic content and they yell at them to post it every day and then they take 30 percent of all of it and they're yeah. like super rich and then they engage in really abusive behaviors and then cover it up by like buying them like Cartier and Gucci and stuff. And I was like, I could be a TikTok pimp. Yeah, <laughs> sure. The, pro the problem with being out. a TikTok pimp is that TikTok in general, you don't make any it's money. It's also true. Like, you don't make money. You have to get brand most, deals. I, I cannot oh. stress this enough. One of my uh, very good friends works with like a group of like, you know, content creators that make skits and shit. And um, they were pushed to do a lot of TikTok stuff because the numbers were there. It was like, oh my God. And so on TikTok, they make crazy numbers. They people love their content. They don't see it, they see like three bucks. <laughs> they see oh, yeah. it is a non it's not a monetized platform. You can make millions of views and it doesn't do a thing for you. Yep. So I can yeah. understand why companies want to go to TikTok because the people that are there have no concept of like what, what work to money ratio they should have because they've never experienced that so they can go there and get like someone with 80 million views pay them real cheap here's and a thousand get them dollars to get, a month yeah, yeah. crazy yeah it's the wild but west instagram TikTok is the new wild west views are also that inflated as fuck instagram's the opposite oh Actually, yeah. yeah you're right my like, wife has done a ton of brand deals yeah, you're right. Yeah, Instagram pays in like brands come to Instagram when they have money to blow. Yeah, like you well, know, and they're Facebook. like, "All right, let's we'll see Facebook. if we can afford this person." You know, yeah. yeah. The advertising on Instagram is really, and one thing that shocks me is like in a lot of other countries, 
very uh, like uh, very highfalutin brands will pay Instagram influencers like the yeah. very like Chanel, you know, whereas like you don't see Chanel advertising with a, a Twitter creator or a Twitter influencer or a TikTok influencer, but they will advertise with an Instagram influencer like, yeah. you know, like that. Yeah, it's that very I don't know. It's like a different perception, I guess. It's very weird. Yeah, it, well, it's about it's about media. the photos yeah. versus the t- like when you're on TikTok, you're just swipe, swipe. So, so retention is super low and viewing averages are all over the place. You can see a person that has one video with 100 million views and another video with 3000. And it's just mm. it's, all it's, it's crazy. So uh, but on Instagram, if you're a, you know, a model or whatever, you're going to have the, roughly the same number of likes on every single post you make. Mm-hmm. So it's an easier, simpler way. Plus, it's, you know, it, it seems not to knock TikTok. I think TikTok is a fine thing. I Shout love out TikTok. to the TikTok that I have. Yeah. I'm Go gonna, China. I don't do anything there, but I, it exists. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, everything else seems a little more professional than TikTok. Yes. Yeah. It's, still, like, it's still very much in its infancy. Yeah, I don't want to shame they, TikTok. There's, uh, that's not what I'm trying to do, but it's like the concept of what the content is on TikTok is a lot more like, I made this video of me doing a weird dance. All right, thanks for watching. Yeah, like, they, all right, that's not really high-level content. It's strange because TikTok in the past, like, three months has hired a bunch of former Twitch staff as, like, creators. They, they even hired uh, uh, a managers. bunch of games community managers as well. Yeah, and it's like, Why? Like, what they're trying to do a games thing. <laughs> what that looks doing? like, I couldn't even begin to tell you. Yeah, but weird. they're trying to do something with games, so I'm here for it. Anyways. I don't know what it is, but like, all right. Yeah. If you want to go hang out and win the uh, the TikTok movie film festival thing that uh, America Chavez is running, by all means, go to her TikTok. That's where she's at. It's now. It, hold on. Is it America Chavez like the character or it's the, the actress's actor. name? I can't say her name, so I didn't want to butcher it. So I went with America. Oh, sure, Chavez. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. How I, do you say it, Bronze? I think it's Sochi. My Sol- my Sochi? my best friend in college, her sister was, I think, had the same name as Sochi, is what she told me. But I'm so sorry okay. to the wonderful, you know, community if I've absolutely destroyed it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to take a stab at it. It's it's something Gomez. I don't know how to say her first name. I should probably speaking of Gomez, my freaking cat Gomez. Get him! Stop! Get him out of there! He's chewing on those cables. Uh, what else has been going on in the MCU? We'll get to the actual news. Everyone is just leaking. They got leaks on leaks on leaks. We got. That's what I was saying. We got Oscar Isaac. He's leaking season two on on TikTok. Funny enough, that's where that came from. We got Eternals two leaking thanks to Pad Oswalt. Uh, he said that uh, Harry Styles and Chloe Zhao are returning. And then uh, Rosaria Dawson leaking uh, that John Barenthal is coming back as the Punisher into the MCU. All the leaks. Rosaria Dawson actually two hours ago. Or wait, no, this was this morning at 1.34 a.m. to be precise. Tweeted, uh, she was on a panel is where she talked about him. And said that uh, Punisher is happening again. And then this morning at 1.30 she said, uh, I can't be trusted. Getting intel from fans during signees, signings is iffy, apparently. My bad. I get excited. Confirmation is key when you're told what you want to hear. 
I was gonna say she's that's that like she's gonna get her ass in trouble with that shit. You can't just be out here. I think they all are. Yeah. I mean, all that. Pat Oswalt was on the Today Show, and people were talking to him about Eternals and Marvel, and he goes, "Oh yeah, Eternals two is happening. We got Chloe Zhao at the helm, and Harry Styles is coming back." <laughs> Everyone on the set was like, <laughs> "Pat's like sitting there just smiling." Like he was doing promo for Sandman or something like that. You can tell these people come from like much smaller <laughs> productions because there's no way working with Disney like you would know not to do that. Yeah, I mean, like, Pat Oswalt's we... been around, but I think he just yeah. I just I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like that at all. You don't like that it was leaked or that it happened or what? What aspect? That it was that it was leaked just because I don't know. I feel like it then they always have to they have to like chase that with something and then what ends up happening is we get like a stupid trailer or unfinished trailer. Like mm. uh speaking of news, they just threw like they, did you see all that conversation about She-Hulk? Yeah, they, they yeah. threw yeah. the yeah. department under the bus. Yeah, like Tatiana like, Mas- Maslani was out there talking about the VFX stuff, yeah. It was like, it's like, well, maybe if things didn't get leaked like that by actor, because like Rosario Dawson doesn't have to go cut the trailer or handle the marketing or do the CGI, right? So it's very easy to say, Punisher's happening. And it's like, I'm sure what they would rather have done is like prepare some type of asset. Like we're all creators. We know how marketing works. We market our own shows. Like you, that's the last thing because you can never announce twice, right? Yep. You can only announce once. Yep. You want to do it fucking well. And like as creators, and we're doing this on a micro scale. We plan this shit out months in advance, y'all. We try to get some kind of cool Twitter graphic. We talk about what we're going to name it, how we're going to do the thing. And so having somebody just unceremoniously be like, Blah. yeah, Bernthal's coming back as Punisher. Yeah. Like, doesn't he deserve to go to Comic-Con and walk out on stage and have that hype that sure. like, you yeah. know, that it, other people have had like is that really appropriate rosario i would say no it's kind of fucked up you know you kind of took his moment a little bit there maybe i'm overreacting maybe yeah. i'm overreacting i, I mean it's i think like, it's a simple mistake yeah, now twice I, 100 percent. yeah I, uh, everything i agree with everything you're saying um but it's also like i don't think they meant it maliciously i think they just fucked up yeah. because it's so I, i'm not even in that machine right like i and i have no idea what the marvel machine looks like it's got to be a fucking mm-hmm. mess to know like what's announced what's not when is it announced has it been oh this fan was talking about it as if it was announced so maybe it is announced and mm-hmm. then you go on a stage and yeah it seems like an absolute mess so yeah it sucks all around yeah. it sucks for all involved. I, I think the reason like i can't relate is like i do this on a micro level and right. i would get in so much trouble like if yeah. i had said guys I'm dealing the next season of Dimension 20. I would have gotten so much trouble, right. you know, like, and that's, that's just college humor. That's, that's still just like such a smaller thing than like Disney, right? Or the fact that I was a writer on Critical Role, I had to keep that under my hat. Like, so I think there's probably some of this is like me bleeding where sure. I'm like, I never would have done that. Cause you usually have to sign contracts. Yeah. This is me showing you behind the curtain a little bit. That's like, if you damage our brand, yeah, you we can sue NDA. you for X amount of money. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, we will stuff. sue you for X amount of money proportional to what the product, what the value of our product is. So the idea of like being like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this thing. It's like, no, 
Yeah, I, I would say it's also <laughs> it's also like uh, amplified these days, right? Because this, where did this even happen? It was at a convention somewhere, right? Oh, was it C two E two? Is where it was. She was on. A oh. It was because she was like talking with a person, and it just like was in conversation. She's no, like, I heard about this thing. Uh, it was uh, it was just speaking at C two E two. Let's see if there's the full story. Uh, yeah, she was on a panel somewhere. Or on it because the, the photo is there's a video of her on a panel so someone had a phone out that's the other situation too is like these people are at so many different things and there's just cameras literally everywhere so in the past if you made a mess up like that it didn't go anywhere now if you make a mess up like that five yeah. seconds later it's on the internet it's viral okay now kevin feggy is, is killing you or, or killing you and calling you beforehand you got a the, the little ticker in your brain is is being buzzed by kevin so it's a it's it sucks but you know maybe it's not true i think he'll still get his his comic-con walkout moment bronze i think that's still people will still pop off for for punisher um where was the the, the oscar isaac stuff was just straight up on on tiktok what did he say oh that he also um, said uh so he clarified it says, first of all, I want to tell you that I'm kept in uh, the dark as you. I know nothing about what's going to happen. I'm not just saying that I'm, uh, and I'm not just saying that I'm not pulling a Tobey Maguire on you. That's from the filmmaker. Then he just continues to go on. So they all have their excuses, but. So, yeah, they all said a thing and then backtracked. Can I yeah. really, really quickly? I don't, I don't think know Pat Nosworth will backtrack, though. I think he said that on the Today Show, and it's like, eh. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm Pat Nosworth. Fuck it. <laughs> did you have you have you seen the um clip this is this is random very much uh, <clears throat> what now no is this is this random story where are we going with this no 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 um it is from miss marvel okay and uh, so uh, they released a bunch of cut scenes from miss marvel sure like a bunch of fight scenes and things that were cut but more importantly uh, this goes back to everything we said about Miss Marvel, and I have to bring this up. Okay. Basically, remember how the first two episodes had all that, like, art and stuff and all the different things that were... Yep. So, and then it just vanished, and I couldn't understand why that was. So, apparently, we have answers now. Um, I Basically, from what the directors and the writers were saying, that those bits had to be known in advance so they could put them in to the show for writing purposes and so basically the big complaint was that it it forced like the actors couldn't improvise or like try anything new if they wanted to include that stuff they had to do exactly what it was going to be so that they could move the camera Jeez. they could do that and so it just became too much of a pain in the ass so they just like that just means that like the production didn't do it anymore yeah that to me that means the production schedule is just incredibly tight if they have to like make sure the shots are the exact way because that means the visual effects are already in process right they already right. have the storyboards they can't be changed yeah that's a yeah. nightmare man they just need fucking so, like more time they just need more I mean, time. yeah that once again comes down to I, I like it once again comes down to executive somewhere saying you need to get this done in this amount of time and then yeah. shoehorning some poor <laughs> graphics department somewhere yeah. with coming up with a bunch of stuff as usual it's a big disney problem yeah, for sure. That's it makes a lot of sense though, uh hearing yep. that. So 
What else do we got going on? I, Go I, I mean, it makes sense. But also, it comes back to the trending news of last week, which is you're Disney. I, you know, it's not an indie studio. And yeah. instead of crunching and, and, you know, squeezing the living life out of your graphics department, why not have projects with enough lead time on production that you can allow for them to do that in post? Right. Versus having them generate it alongside, like they're basically putting down the tracks while the train is already on the road. And then they're sitting here being like, oh, well, you know, that's why it wasn't, that's why the quality wasn't consistent throughout. And it's like, okay, but you're, you're Disney. Yeah. Yeah. You can, I guess, and I know that's like probably really mean, but like there's so many people that talk about, oh, I really hope Disney buys like the dcu because you know there was some news on that front which i guess is not mcu news but there is some news about batgirl getting canned and stuff like that yeah and so many people are like well i hope disney buys it and i was like what well, that's yeah. your, that's your solution a lot of people it's for disney to, buy it to what so then we can have more movies rushed and shows rushed and less more graphics department paid less like yeah. is that what we're doing now i think people are, are quick to forget when they say statements like that uh that disney is not in the business of making entertaining films or trying to create an artistic vision they're in the business of business right they want to make money and so when it comes to these production and i'm not making an excuse i'm just saying from disney's point of view the reason this stuff is so regimented and the way that it's produced is set on the timetable because they need to have offerings on disney plus so people don't unsubscribe right and so when it comes to like oh disney should buy the dc no no (laughs) let them stay wherever sure things are gonna get canceled but that's because warner brothers and hbo they're a business and they love money and they want to make money and they didn't see a return on investment not saying that any of that doesn't suck it's fucking awful the fact they just can that movie and they're not gonna nothing is gonna happen from it and it was done i I mean Um, i think it'll be interesting to see what the big budget amazon show like Amazon is dumping tons of money into shows. Oh, and the Lord and so of I'm Rings is curious. insane. Yeah, yeah, and and they they have been for the most part hit and miss, right? There's some shows that they nail, and some shows that I'm like, mm, that wasn't. It looked nice, but it wasn't really there. And so I'm curious yeah. what Lord of the Rings does, and if people see, you know, these shows and are like, wow, that was fantastic, and they took their time and they spent money on it, what that does to other companies. So fingers crossed, Lord, Lord of the Rings, of the Rings is good. Is- yeah. So polarizing because what it has in common with Star Wars fandom is that nobody loves and and hates Lord of the Rings as much as Lord of the Rings fandom does. I'm sorry. That yes, is yeah, my yeah. opinion. And it is oh, yeah. the same with Star Wars. No one loves Star Wars as much as Star Wars fans also hate Star Wars. Like it, it is an equal measure. Yeah. And so the Lord of the Rings show can't just be good. It has to be perfect. My mm-hmm. most, and I do not think this is a hot take, my most controversial opinion to this day that I posted on the internet is that I thought that the first installation in the Hobbit trilogy wasn't that bad and that I liked Martin Freeman as Bilbo and I thought that the first one of those three movies was actually pretty good. Sure. This was a controversial opinion. <laughs> Y'all are on some hater shit. Sure, listen, yeah. I live, breathe, am obsessed with Lord of the Rings. I liked the first movie in that trilogy. The yeah. other two, okay, Maybe not, but that first one I definitely liked. People, you would have thought I was endorsing smoking crack. Oh yeah, people no, were that's, just like, oh, you're, you're, like we believed in you. We believed in your opinion. Like these, this trilogy is horrible. 
That's a like, crazy talk on the internet. You got to be careful with that, Brooks. You have to say that to the right people thing? at the right time. Because, <laughs> like, the first one was was good. It wasn't bad. But I'm right there with you. And the trailer for Rings of Power dropped, and I said, I said, no, this is a good-ass-looking show. And everyone's like, once again, there were people that were like, the fuck are you? You oh, are yeah, the chosen one. That. We believed in you. You're I the Lord of the Rings like, super look. fan. And I was like, it looked Dude. good. <clears throat> fuck me sideways. It looks good. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. People are crazy, you can, you can say a lot of things about... Like, well, my casting preferences, and this is what, like, whatever. That's some nerd shit, and that's fine. Nerds be nerded. We get it. <laughs> but to say yeah. that the trailer is not good when it unequivocally was beautiful. Yeah. It was it's like. one of the best looking trailers I've ever seen. It was stunning. And you know what? One you of can the hate on it. Was, just be honest with yourself. <laughs> one of the fucking complaints was that the the women dwarves didn't have beards. And yeah. therefore, how could I say they looked great? And I was like, y'all yeah. are oh, yeah, I on drugs. Y'all are on that good crack. Yeah, You're on that. Like, y'all need to hook a sister up because that's the complaint. The beards. Bronze did. The uh, beard. If you want to hear a crazy take, I was informed on. Uh, I think this was on Saturday morning. Did you hear one of the complaints about Sandman? It wasn't that death is a black actress. It uh-huh. was that Death was a black actress, and the reason that they made her a black actress is because people think that black people are more prone to be around death and tragedy. <laughs> and I'm like, well, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, that's the... <laughs> Crack. <laughs> you got to get cracked out I'm, of the street. <laughs> that's where I'm just I, like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what are we doing is, here, guys? <laughs> um, that is, you're right, Bronze. That is some, like, <laughs> drugs. That is. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's not good drugs. It's definitely crack. It's Yeah, it's not even, like, a good. It's, like, that's crazy. bottom-tier drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, is one of insane. the most iconic comic book roles, media roles, of all fucking time. Is death from Sandman. Yeah. A more beloved character you probably would be hard pressed to find in comic books. Yeah. To to take that and turn that character to be turning into to be a black person or to be cast as a black actress, to turn that into a bad thing. Yeah. Like it's bad shit. But did you see uh the the um social media manager for the boys popping off? Uh-uh, what did he do? Some people said that about the boys. Some people said, you know, the boys marketing, because the boys marketing has been a brilliant. They've got like a Vought International spoof account. They've yeah. been doing Homelander gifts. And some people said like, oh, it doesn't seem like a parody anymore. It's giving white supremacy. The racism is very much here. Da, 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 they, da, da. they watch the show? Yeah. Have they seen the show? Here's what's funny. A black woman posted and said, it's crazy that y'all really think that all of these social media account managers are white because <laughs> all of the success for this lies on a black woman's shoulders. Like this is my marketing strategy. I'm also the marketing behind paper girls. Like, yeah, nice. this is me. This is my brilliance. That's why these accounts are so huge. And there's not a white man that is pushing an agenda here. This is a black woman being brilliant. And I was like, pop off. Yeah, like, Cause the, I will, the boys relevancy on social media is like, 
sec- second to none. Their marketing is crazy to the oh, point that. Oh, it's very good. You'd think it's like viral tweets from fans and then like the way they elevate them, like they've managed to create a grassroots word of mouth. Like they've become a meme machine, basically. Yeah. And that success is on a black woman's shoulders. But people on the Internet were just assuming because there's Homelander gifts that it's like some white guy doing shit. And she was just like, that's hilarious. No, it's not. (laughs) That's awesome. I didn't see that. That's great. Like if you again, if you saw the very last scene of this last season and said, I feel like. Like, I feel like they're promoting Homelander as being a, a like a good guy. <laughs> you missed the whole point of that scene. Yeah. I have a feeling you missed the point of the show. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, that whole thing was It wild. is direct parody is what it is. And if you if you responded well to it, I'm going to let you know eh, you're missing the point. Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. people on the other side, too. People that are like, oh, it's just an irresponsible show because it's it promotes white supremacy. I'm like, you're not paying attention. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not trying to invalidate your opinion. Because these are people I respect that have these takes. And I'm like, you are not paying attention. This is actually very brilliant marketing, what they're doing. Like, the way it's written is very smart. And a majority of the team is, like, female and people of color. It's like, you're you're stepping on other minorities to have this take that... Because you've assumed it's, like, a, a bunch of white writers that are pushing an agenda. And that's not what that show is. But anyways. Yeah. No, I'm, I agree. Thank you it's for ridiculous. <clears throat> anyways. <laughs> Uh, back in the world of MCU, Thor passed, uh, Thor Love and Thunder, rather, passed, uh, Thor Ragnarok. I think it's, uh, just over 700 million. Can um, I, can, I, I was going to ask a question about this because I saw this news earlier and I'm, I'm curious what the two of you think because, is that in the, um, oh, that's in the, that's only in the domestic. Sorry. Worldwide, sure, sure, sure. Ragnarok's made more. But I'm really curious about this because, this to me seems like reactionary earnings. So Ragnarok was great. I think everyone enjoyed Ragnarok. Super fun. Yeah. Everyone went into this movie, I think, expecting the same thing. So um, imagine I make a game called Jesse and Bronze Get Married, and it's a great game and everyone loves it. Then I make a sequel to that game uh-huh. called jesse and bronze get married to the divorce (laughs) yeah the 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 divorcing but it sucks right because you know divorce isn't good so the divorcing it sucks no one likes it but it outsells the first game because everyone came in with expectations yeah do the two of you think if they make one more taika waititi thor movie that will perform as well as this current film i would suspect I think no. it'd be. I think it would be lower. Yeah, I, I think this film uh, muddied the waters a little bit. I don't. I, That's I, what sucks. Yeah. Ab- it, about that, right? Like because totally, it's hard doing it. The third movie is always the hardest. Squad. Right. I, I always look at Suicide Squad. I think Suicide Squad would have done so much better if they didn't have that first, the one. first one. Yep. Because it's so hard to come back from that, you mm-hmm. know. I, yeah. and, I think, and it still like, did pretty well, but it didn't do as, as well Thor as it could coming back. Like, I think Ragnarok would have been even bigger if the first two Thor movies weren't such deads. But that really speaks to Taika's, like, power yeah, and his reputation that he was able to have such a big launch. But, like, prior to that, that would have... Imagine how big Ragnarok could have been if it 
if it did not have two predecessors that were not loved. But yeah, I, well, I, I, I also agree. I think it's going to affect this next one. Yeah, I think because those first two movies, the Thor, like Ragnarok came as a shock to people. And so people responded really well to it. And so it grew. And that's why you have things like the overseas audiences. The numbers are, are there's that lag where, where uh, the current movie, Love and Thunder, hasn't caught up with the worldwide audience. And so I'm curious mm. what down the line it all means. Because, you know, I again, it wasn't a bad movie. It just was like a series, as 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 we mentioned numerous times, like a series of uh, content stitched yeah. together. Take from and that writer. I think uh, it's Jesse, not bad. The, it's not like a great movie. The the unique aspect um, of Marvels is Marvels uh, like MCU and the and the way the films are released in the Marvel world. It's not so much like the previous Thor. It's the previous movie. Right. So like it's doctor strange and doctor strange was big because of far from home uh or or mm. whatever the the most recent spider-man was right like it's it's always the movie prior to that that kind of gets sure uh people into the theaters or, or a portion of it i think definitely like ragnarok did well so people are excited for the new thor um but it's also the marvel movie prior to that rather than the the, the thor movie prior to that uh which is a little bit unique mm. And maybe a, a, a positive in, in Marvel's uh, grand plan because it can be a completely unrelated project that could have done super, super well. And the next project maybe isn't going to be that great in terms of just like fan appeal and um, who who is going to reach. But it had that last Marvel product that was huge. And so those people are hyped now about Marvel. and They're going to try to get into the but, next thing. Well, what was before eternals uh disney plus something or other like wasn't eternals the the first big film back into and that was after i mean you would figure was it sean like, chi well was it did it go sean oh chi eternals oh or... boy now i gotta think i think it did i think it did i thought sean chi was the first big one back you might be right which is why I was so excited for this up. phase. I was like, yeah, what a way to kick off the phase. Shang-Chi came out September 3rd, 2021. Oh, the first one was actually... Uh, November 5th, 2021. So it was Spider-Man Far From Home. No, no, this is before all that. It went, it went oh. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Doctor Strange after that. You know, I gotta be honest. I didn't count Black Widow because I watched it on. Disney I Plus. watched it on TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I had forgotten that actually is first. Yeah, Black Widow. You know, it isn't like the best of the films they've made. No, that's. I think that's why they were comfortable putting it out on Disney Plus. Also, COVID. Yo. But. Yeah. Can we talk about so I'm on IMDb and I realize IMDb is not the source for this information okay. at all. But going through the list of movies and things that were made, it has stars next to them, like what the average star is, Metacritic score, all that stuff. Yeah. And what's fascinating is that as you go down through from Iron Man 1 all the way down, you see things like uh you know, uh, uh phase 1, Iron Man has 7.9 uh, Iron Man 2 was a 6.9, Thor was a 7, Captain America was a 6.9, and then Avengers sits an 8. And then from that point on, there's a lot of like 8s and high 7s and things that happen. But if you scroll all the way down to 
to this to, to phase four. Black Widow 6.7, Eternal 6.3. Oh, Shang-Chi low. was 7.4, which is good. Doctor Strange was 7, 6.7. So basically, we're, we were in the eights, and now we've dropped back down to the sevens. And I think that is a good summation of like, where we're at. Somewhat. It's, it feels like a phase one. We're kind of wandering and meandering. The, we don't know what we're doing, and everything's all over the place. The other thing you got to remember, though, is, is people realize that people care about those numbers these days. And so they just go on a downvoting spree. Like there are, there well, are, but this is IMDb. So like, no, it exists there a hundred percent, Jesse. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. But it's also one of those things where it's, it's, you know, you can even see it across the meta scores and things like that, where there's a lot of green in, uh, in the MCU. And then it slowly starts to become yellow for as sure. We get into this. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of factors four. there, right? Like, yeah, there, I don't know. There's it's the factors, the movies exist. There's comic book movie fatigue. There's, everything's rushed these days yeah right? like there's there's a ton of factors but with all that said shang chi still it's it appears to be the number one of this phase so far we'll see what happens with black panther but everyone seems to agree that's pretty much the best one they made yeah 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 for sure i thought i had comic book movie fatigue but i loved the boys and i loved batman so but I'm also like a Batman stance. So I don't know if my opinion on that. Movie. It's not. It's not comic book fatigue. Movie? Yeah, yeah it's just, it was just different. That. That's yeah. what it's different. Yeah, I you want unique it. ideas. Yeah, it's yeah, not comic book movie so fatigue. Different. It's fatigue of the Disney storytelling of comic books, where every movie is like an intimate, tiny story in the beginning, and by the end, you're fighting like a world-ending god. Every movie <laughs> is the exact same. It's like, yeah. if only we could come together as a small band of best friends and save the day. By the way, saving the day means fighting Gorgamoth, god of destruction. And you're like, all right, here we fucking go again. With, it's the same thing. You know, what is, you know what's crazy about that is that when you look at the source material, they actually fall into like a number of different archetypes. You know, you have like your heist comics, your your uh, horror comics, your detective comics. You know that type of stuff. Yeah. But that is not reflected in the movies. And like for this week's bagged and boarded, one of the things I was going to talk about is how I like movies that a lot of people think are not great because at least they strove they to do something yeah. different, like Logan is not similar to your typical like like your typical act structure when you look at the formula and the same could be said even of Constantine cuz I actually really like Keanu oh, Reeves I, Constantine. So do I. That movie's fucking awesome. I like Yeah, I love it. The, loved it. Oh my god. What is his I keep forgetting his name. Peter Stormare. I love him as Satan in that. He is yeah, a fantastic. Yeah, oh, he's incredible. Everyone in that movie is so incredibly good. cast. That that film's Rachel Weiss. Insane. Right? Yeah, Rachel Weiss is yeah. great. Um, Tilda Sweden in that is fantastic. Like yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Um, it's also really creepy. But I think uh, I think <laughs> Keanu said that he would love to do another one of those. So I hope he that, did. I hope that gets. They should. They should something. Yeah. And the thing is, I came into that like not thinking because th- I was a lot younger and a lot more hardcore. I came into that thinking I wasn't going to like it because he wasn't blonde. That's that's why the, the beard things makes me laugh now when people are like, female dwarves are supposed to have beards. That's why it makes me laugh because I was like, oh, I used to be like you when I was like 12 and be like, 
Constantine is supposed to be blonde and Keanu has black <laughs> hair and that's stupid. And then you watch it and you're like, I'm an idiot. Cause this is great. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same. It's that weird expectation you have as a fan about what things yeah. should and shouldn't be like. And I know a great example for me is in my head, having read the song of ice and fire books and then seeing game of thrones there was a lot of characters when they showed up on screen i was like all right that's yes. not how i ever envisioned that person but i didn't yes. but i then didn't wasn't like i refuse to like them now it was like oh that you know what i don't i don't give a shit they didn't totally damage peter dinklage's face i'm fine with I that i was gonna say i, I okay. hear you completely <laughs> because from the outset when peter dinklage was introduced and you know what you know about him in the book i was like He's supposed to be a hideous monster. And this looks like yeah. the supermodel of small people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like the way he's described in the book isn't just as a little person. It's described as like a hideous little person with like modeled features and like he's completely And repulsive. then he gets even worse as the story goes and then on. He gets worse because half of his fucking face gets cut off. And yeah. in, in the show, when they showed him, I was like, he looks, he's a he supermodel. <laughs> yeah, he looks yeah. fine. Like, I don't, I don't like. He doesn't have modeled features and twisted features at all. So I was like, okay, yeah, I had to write some of that off. But he, yeah. but the dude, like, it didn't. It doesn't matter because he so perfectly encapsulated what that character was. Yes, that it does. Like, 100%. the small things don't matter, and they shouldn't matter because it's a telling mm -hmm. of a story that is the way like someone wants to tell you that story. If right. you it, imagine sitting around a campfire a thousand years ago. And someone retells you a story. It's not going to be the exact same story the way you heard it before. And that's just a fact. And you got to just accept, like, this is a retelling of a story. It's fine. And people just can't let it go sometimes. They, you know. It's true. Yeah, I, I definitely be. always thought that um, that Aragorn was going to be hideous, too. I mean, at one point. He was never hideous. Don't say, you dare. Don't you dare. Who, not, my, not my feel, Aragorn. Those who feel fair look foul. When someone is described as that, or no, what does it say? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those Sometimes those who look fair are foul, and those who feel fair are foul. I remember reading that as a kid and being like, yo, that's a savage burn. I know he's trying to be nice. Like, maybe Strider's a good guy. But he basically just said, yo, you ugly as hell. <laughs> so I think there was some part of me from how the halflings are so terrified of him that was like, Yo, this dude must look fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like some <laughs> speaking of Lord of the Rings. Oh my god, this is a perfect wild. example. In Lord of the Rings, when I don't know if any of you remember this, but when uh the movies were coming out and they were announcing they're making this Lord of the Rings thing, the original minute people found out the yeah, the original of the two thousands, Lord of when people found out, by the way, two thousands, holy shit. Yeah. Um when people found ago. out I know, dude. When people found out that Tom Bombadil wasn't going to be in the movie. Oh, people freaked. I remember the internet forums at the time. People were so upset. Everyone and was is... upset on Ain't It Cool News, man. They they were riled up. Oh, my. <laughs> Ain't It Cool News. Yeah. E-bombs world and that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was losing their mind. And I'm going to let you know, it took away nothing from the movie. It adds nothing. It was like a very smart move to do. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry your, your boy was Tom there, wasn't though. there. Tom's a great character, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I think that's the important thing is they they knew the truth. Like, Tom Bombadil's fun, but it's not important to the story. And if you've never read Lord of the Rings, the inclusion of Tom Bombadil is like a what the fuck am I? What? it What? And so they're totally fine. 
totally fine. Jesse, I this prompted my dumb internet addled. Are brain. you going back in time? Are you going back to? No, it prompted my dumb brain about this meme right here, and I hope you've seen it. Let me are you going that. to? You're the man now, dog. No. Where are you going? No. Can you read that? Is that too small? Here, I'll make it bigger. Tell me when you're good to go. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Little two answer story. (laughs) 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 Tom Bob, Jolly Tom, Tom Bob and Dillo. It's the best, man. I love that. I love that because there's no argument truly for having Tom in the film. I was also a Bombadil evangelist, but you know, I I must admit, like, there is no actual coherent argument other than Jolly Tom, Tom Bomb, Tom yeah. Bombadil. That's why it's so fun. Really advocate. I can for imagine him being those two. That that's one of my favorite memes. I think on the internet is is anything that fits that structure. It's always fucking yeah. hilarious. Like, oh man. Like, anyways uh what else is going on one more thing here then we can uh we can do some x-men talk uh giancarlo esposito who we uh discussed i think last week this is spicy Um, this is spicy yeah about uh potentially playing doom uh he was asked i think further in an interview this past week uh and said quote i've been in a room with them and talked with them and to answer your question i think what they do uh is on the lines of the mythological journey that joe campbell talked about have to be a friend of george lucas that george lucas put into his stories they do the same thing uh and he goes on to say there's been talk of magneto there's been talk of dr freeze there's been talk of who else are they talking about over there oh doom and then there's professor x pick one i'm gonna have to go for something that is a little bit different i'm gonna go and put it out in the universe that it is professor x esposito i'm telling the man wants to play professor x i was like it could work i i mean I, here's the thing. I know he, I know he threw it out there, but I actually more than Doom, more than X or Magneto, I kind of think he'd be a fucking awesome Freeze. Yes, I think he would. He has too. like a cold. He can do cold ass personality. I think he'd be amazing at that. Yeah, that'd be super interesting. Throw him in with the Batman. Like a little Pattinson, oh my god! Like that would be incredible. But the, here's the thing: now, I want to see a good freeze so bad. I think that's he'd one be incredible. Of my favorite villains. And He's he would, so, yeah, yeah. such a cool villain. Yeah, because freeze is actually like a really sympathetic character, and so yes, that. Yeah, I could also totally see him being like, "Fuck you and your whole family! I'm going to save my wife." You know, <laughs> there, there is a like. Giancarlo, when he does, like, I love Giancarlo Esposito, but I do feel that I've seen him play the same role so many times that it's like, yeah, I could totally see him as Dr. Yeah. Freeze, but he would just be playing Gus as a blue frozen dude in a, <laughs> like a glass thing. But, but, even, but even then, he, but be I mean, like, if you look at the other characters, the only one that gives him a chance to do something different would be Professor X, which is probably why he wants to do it. Yes, I but agree. Like, yeah. The other three he mentioned are literally just more Gus's. Yeah. Like masked Gus and partial masked magnetic Gus. You're right. And then ice Gus. You know, it's all the same thing. I really. think it'd be cool as Professor X. I, I think 
That'd be interesting. I think it, he'd be super cool. I think the internet would, yes. like, every racist asshole on the internet would lose their goddamn Yeah, mind. people yes. would be mad. Which is also I, I think, think that <laughs> what Esposito nails as, as um, Professor X is, I think he would nail the comic book X, which is, like, a little bit more self-serving and a little bit more shitty. Which sure. kind of comes asshole. into some of our discussion yeah. of the animated show, too. Yeah. He he is not the congenial sweet like Patrick Stewart brought a completely different one to life and I like that version. I will never talk shit about it. He made me love Professor X. Whereas as a comic book fan, I was always like meh on the fucking guy because he's very shitty. Like when, and when you think about the concept of him, he's meant to be. He takes children and puts them in a school and kind of brainwashes them for his own agenda. Is he that different? than magneto really no like if, if you really stop and think about it like he takes very impressionable young people yeah. brainwashes them into like being like well this is who we are and this is our it's kind of cult like and what i love is that the comics embrace that a little bit more and but with patrick stewart i was like no he's an angel and he just wants to help people and he must be protected at all costs <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean that's what that's what made moments like you know the the phoenix saga and all the different it made it more resonant in the comics because it was like yo professor x you knew this girl was a mess and like this is you you brought this on yourself bro and it's that kind of thing i totally agree i would love to see a professor x where you're kind of like is this dude does he have these kids best interest at heart or is he just like magneto that'd be like a great thing to play I would love it if a movie made me question whether Magneto was the bad guy or not. Like Magneto's like, actually, we are brutally murdered all the time. Yeah. People again, yes. it, they kind of did that I mean, already. But and I, right, I but think I mean, like, Fastbender is the one to do it, and I think Fastbender opposite Esposito would be so good. You know, as a very charismatic. Is Esposito like, too know, old though? To, like, don't they have to be the same age ish? What is Foss? Let me see I what Foss Bender looks like. I was just days. willing to wave it away with um, uh, mutant timey-wimey. Because technically, in the comics, like, how fucking old is Magneto? He's fucking old, he's y'all. Old, but he yeah. still looks young yeah. as shit. Yeah. So, like, I was just going to hand wave it away with, like, his mutant genes have kept him young. Because I think stripping him of his Holocaust backstory would be, like, a horrible disservice for Jewish people, I obviously don't want to speak over them, but I, I think like if you take that away, that's going to be so. I don't know. I think that's going to like. Well, I mean, I don't know. For I, me, I that would I remove think... so much of what makes that character great. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you on that point. I'm curious if the smart money is just not address backstories anymore, because age does come mm. into play, and what, just don't address the backstory because at the end of the day. All you really need for these two characters of Professor X and Magneto is the same, uh, like, uh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X vibe of, like, we are two men at cross purposes, and one of us believes one way and one of us believes another way, but we're trying to, like, move into the future kind of vibes. And one is like, F it, if I got to fight, I'm going to fight. And one is like, peace at all you know, costs, that kind of thing. And I think that's the, mm -hmm. that's what makes those two characters so important is because yes. they're roughly saying the same thing, except they're like, look, I'm, one of them is tired of the bullshit. 
And yeah. I think that's what's so good about them. And they just got to nail that and everything else will be fine. It doesn't matter really yeah. at the end of the day what year it is, as long as that's the vibe of what the characters have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I loved my, for me, the moment became distilled down or the character became distilled down to like, um, and I guess like light multiverse of madness spoilers. But at this point, that movie is like months old. But um, I just, I just want to preface that. Somebody, spoiler tags here. Just okay, thank you. Um, that scene of how Professor X, Patrick Stewart's version of Professor X, helps Wanda when she's like on this murderous rampage, versus a scene from House of M, where you see uh, he's kind of trapped Wanda in like a mental prison of is the easiest way to put it. And uh, she's sitting there talking to her children and he literally shows up and he's like, he makes them disappear. And he's like, your children never existed, Wanda. Your children are dead, Wanda. Your delusions have gone too far, Wanda. You are a danger to yourself and others, Wanda. And she's like, no. And I'm like, I think Esposito would kill that person. He would, he would be a meaner, more uh, like <laughs> what? I could like not real? fathom yeah. Patrick Stewart's version doing that. I could not. I could. I like the way they that scene played out. Of it's like she's murdering everybody. Come on, Xavier, do something. And he's like, I'm going to help you. I was like, Yeah, that's his version of that. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. But I think Esposito would give us the enough of your silly games, Wanda. <laughs> you know, he would be the opposite of it. I also think he wouldn't have been very easily killed by her because I don't, I think he would have gone in there and been like, I'll fry her brain before she fries mine because he's that he's just more savage. Yeah. And I, I think he would be a more savage. Having someone else X. come in and try to do the Patrick Stewart version. It's not going to work. It's yeah. like having someone and, and, else come in and try to do Heath Ledger's Joker. Just do a different version of it. Cause you're not going to nail that one. Correct. Yeah. That's I think the one the one disservice to X Men First Class and everything. By the way, I love that movie. But the one disservice is that everyone in that movie had to pretend to be someone else because they were the younger versions in, in of instance, characters that already existed. Character. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, you know, that that hamstrings an actor, and I, you know, I think that's. I mean, I think they did a great job. I just think that part of the fun of making movies is doing things fresh. And this could, you know, they're restarting it. If, I would imagine Secret Wars, whenever we get there in 2035 or whatever the hell that is, I would imagine yeah. that is the perfect moment to be like, F it, F it. Everything's, we can do whatever we want now. Yeah. I would think, because by the end of that, I mean, like, Doom is like, I am the Lord of the world. It's me, <laughs> Dr. Doom, your leader. So like, by that point, F it. <laughs> Let's get crazy. Yeah. That's when uh, Frank comes out as Dr. Doom. You know, you got yeah. Danny DeVito just rolling around as Frank. Danny as Dr. DeVito Doom. as Dr. Doom would be. <clears throat> that look, I just want Danny hey, DeVito. mask. <laughs> Get it off me. <laughs> I just, the Danny DeVito and the Penguin was so good. You know, it was such a match made in heaven. I just want to see him again. In a also a true villain. Oh, yeah. He was going to put babies in a sewer. Yeah. That, yeah. What the? What? Think about that's the most villainous thing yeah. anybody has ever done yeah. in a in a comic book movie. That's worse than Thanos. He was gonna steal all the babies yeah. and put them in the sewer. Yeah, that's what they did I, to him. 
They put him in the sewer with the, you, with the penguins that love him. Do you remember the end of that movie, Bronze? <laughs> where the fucking uh, penguins waddle out and then they, they collect <laughs> them Funeral and then they drag him them into the, the fucking water <laughs> and then they carry yeah. him down the river? Yeah, they love that man. Those penguins love Those that penguins man. Those penguins would die for that man. Yeah, it was great. It's 10 out of 10. I just... I, that's like that, that's what I think of when I think of like villain where I'm like there's no argument to be made like Dude, yeah. he had a hard life no taking babies and putting them in a sewer <laughs> let's this is a great this is a great transition at least for me and what I want to say about the uh, the animated X-Men show uh, because oh, I've got a piece of news oh okay yeah what, what is it before we move on it's a very small okay let's very hear small venn diagram maybe let's hear it. but it's a bit a bit of queer news okay. that ties into the mcu that increased my excitement for Ironheart. okay uh for official ah. drag race aficionados oh i did see this hey kool-aid yeah. who i'm a big fan of is going to be uh in Ironheart officially which is very exciting do we know who Shay they're playing and some we're not sure yet, but there are a few. There were a few characters, uh, sort of created or modeled on um, some different drag queens, and Shay was one of those characters. I don't know if that's the character she's going to be playing in the show. She has liked because I follow. I follow Shay. She has liked tw uh, tweets, say like saying like, "I really hope you play your comic book character in the show." So. I'm curious if that's who she is going to be playing in it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I I was I was excited to see that news because, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I had forgotten that yeah. there's so much casting. Like they also casted some people for uh, that terrible uh, Sony character. Film, but yeah, modeled on her is Shade. But okay. that character is, I believe, you'll have to excuse me if I'm wrong. A mutant. It's a. It's, but. So I don't know if she's playing Shade, but she does have a in-canon character. But honestly, if she's just in it as a cameo, that's pretty cool because Shade Kool-Aid is not. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I made the mistake of finding her Twitter post, which is not the mistake. The mistake was reading the comments on said Twitter post. <laughs> Holy Oh, are people not excited? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's uh, these are probably bot are they accounts. They like woke woke that type of stupid shit. It, yeah, these are probably bot accounts that are created to uh, to try and get interaction on the platform. But oh yeah, this is her character. Is let me let me sh you can verify here. I think Bronx. Shade looks sassy as hell. Holy yeah, shit. if I, if we're looking at the same image here. Yeah, there is a DC shade, is that? which is not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very much an X Men. Oh, yeah. that's like yeah. the X Men yeah. uniform. So, like, you know, who is is that? Domino? Who's this? Or is that American? I, that looks like Dazzler. Am oh, I wrong? Time, time I could out. be wrong. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I've never read this comic, but I saw the star on her Bronze? back and thought it was American Childhood question for you since you clearly know more about this character than than me oh gosh at all oh it is dazzler okay that fan is shade stepping out of the fan or is that a comic error because i want oh, to live yeah. in a world where where someone has a fan and then steps into their own fan it's like is that Bye, yes. bitches. is that her ability yeah yeah her fan her fan is her like it's it's like has a property to it i feel like Hell she conjures it yes. out of shadow i think that would be why her name's Shade, because she can kind of hide her, it. Yeah, I, yeah. 
love which the is idea also a of a fan out, that you, you know, can like queer yeah. culture disappear. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an it... infinite bag of holding, but it's just you. That's <laughs> like awesome. little pocket dimension. Whoop. Huge fan of that. Yeah, they did a bunch of. I'm trying to remember who else got a character, but I, I can't think of them right. Because I, I don't think Shea Coulee was the only one. I think they modeled a few different uh, mutants off of drag queens. But I, either way, for her to be in it is actually pretty exciting. Yeah, that's great. Uh, oh, I, I and thought... also she's a she's a drag queen in the comic too, which oh, is cool too. Sick. So she's like the first like mute or I guess X Men to be a drag queen. Sure. That like <laughs> that is the vibe of X Men though. That like fits with the whole X Men. You know, I like that. I think that's the perfect place. I agree. Uh, this was also finally fully detailed. Uh, we got a full shot of oh boy of old Daredevil mm-hmm. and old She Hulk. Oh boy, the hype is real. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, did you see Which, the, the internet way, theories also... on this? Go ahead, go ahead, Jesse. I was gonna say we also found out episode length as well. We did. Okay. What what were they? Or what are they? Um what, so what we know the first four episodes, they're all roughly 30 minutes. So okay. this is gonna be a 30 minute show the entire way through. Okay. That makes sense. It'll probably be that, pretty I mean that's sick what we comedy. thought. Yeah. 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 Uh, but this is the the Daredevil outfit for She Hulk. They they gave us proper images. I think Entertainment Weekly got the scoop. Um a lot of people are saying the reason that he's wearing this, if it has, if, if they are continuing the Netflix story, is that um, Bullseye destroyed any like credibility he had with the other suit. So he had to get a new looking suit so that people didn't think he was like the daredevil uh, that Bullseye fucked with. And you think three. they're gonna go that far? You think they? I don't they, know. This is a Disney fan cares? theory. This is a fan theory. I mean, I don't that's know a Disney theory, cares. but that's it's like a lot of. Uh... We're trying to explain the old and the new together. But why Disney, else would he I don't have think he's going to even try. Like, why else would he go the golden suit route? Just because? I mean, Disney changes suits every time a hero's on screen. So I imagine colors, this is though. just a new suit. They never mess with the color scheme. I think that's lighting. I don't think that's he's gold. I think that's just well, a light is shining down on his red stuff. No, no, no. It's it, he, he has gold. I think it's silver. It's no, it's it's like yellow gold. No. Yes, that's that's what Daredevil suit is. What are we talking about? That's the whole thing. That's why no, it's are... gold. That's gold. Yeah, I don't believe it. That lighting doesn't look gold to me. Yeah, it doesn't look gold. Everyone's got different monitors. It looks like it looks like silver. It's not silver. With like a yellow street light on his head. So it's imparting like a like a. Am I being trolled? Right? I feel like I'm on like a hidden camera no. show. <laughs> <laughs> Chad just said I was channeling Gail Simone, and I just want to let you know: no, I'm not. A, I'm not even that much of a troll. I don't have that troll power. I can't do that. I, honest to God, don't. I like thought it was the lighting. If it is gold, I default to your expertise. But yes. I swear to you, it just looked like it was red with like bad lighting on it. This is the original it's Daredevil fun. costume. <laughs> Love it. Okay. I love it. It's a good look. Like where a lot of that is coming from. I think, personally, I think he should just wear that. <laughs> yeah, you think you can rock this? Also, I think we should yeah. bring back villains in green suits. The world doesn't have enough green suits. It's true. You know what I mean? Like, it's true. Get out of here. See? Yeah. Come on, boys. See, let's I stop the dead think, devil. 
I always think I want that shit, but I don't even say it anymore because after seeing uh, D'Onofrio in the Hawaiian shirt, I'm like, no, I take it back. I take it back. I don't want the old design. <laughs> like I, that used to, I used to be one of those people that was like, I want that. And then I see it. and I'm like, no, get him, get him the fuck out of that ugly shirt. I'm going to put him back in that white suit. Out. Get him in a room with a white well, painting it wasn't and have him just stare at with it. With his character, right? Because he's like enjoys the finer things, you know? So I was right. like, what the fuck is this? There you go. Oh, that's cool. Is, that okay. is that a real yeah, shot? Yeah. This is a real shot, yeah. And that, that's I mean, cool. like, you're correct. Yeah. He's just out here manspreading for the world, you know? <laughs> also, um, apparently, they said out of the, how many episodes are there? Nine. For She-Hulk? Out of, yeah. Nine, yeah. Out of all the episodes, uh, the, uh, what's-her-face, the, uh, Tatia- uh, the, the, yeah, Tatiana is that her name? Whatever Ta- her name Tatiana is. Tatiana Maslany like, is, is She Hulk. You're you're thinking of uh, no, no, Titania. No, the, uh, Titania. There you go. Titania. Yeah. She's only in two episodes. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I wonder who so, the big bad is then. Great question. Hmm. No clue. Would what, love. What to if know. there is no big bad and it's just a courtroom drama? That's it. Like that if, would be a great show. I'd be. In, I'd be, be kind of if it's just like a quirky like courtroom drama with like a female i'd kind of be into that like that'd be a great if show there's no I'd, big watch bad, it. I'd love that i think that's a great way to do that and a great way to introduce that character i that would was my favorite i would assume thing about season one of daredevil is like yeah kingpin is in the background and is coming into his own but like they're dealing with much more like micro things like things like zoning laws and people being removed from their <laughs> homes and stuff like that you know and i was like oh this the is evil zoning much laws <laughs> like people are uh, talking and of course i have a vested interest because you know deborah is a good friend of mine but sure um people are saying like are, is foggy gonna be back you know is karen page gonna be back and i'm like well in the daredevil show they served a very important purpose right yeah. which was how like that street level crime thing like real everyday crime that happens in our world but is disney even bring planning on bringing that back i don't know so i yeah. guess with this show yeah. we'll kind of know Here, we'll, here's we'll the, find out the thing that i'm like i actually get chills just thinking about it which is really nerdy but if i see daredevil flying around or, or running around with like spider-man swinging above him or some shit in that show i will freak the fuck out like that is a hype ass moment if that's the route that yeah. they're going. If if they can create a new street level thing that we can care about instead of it like if they have a kingpin who's like Thanos level threat but just for New York, you know what I mean? <laughs> like if they yeah. can do something, yeah. I think that'd be super fun. Um yeah, I I I'm convinced that She-Hulk the show is going to be the start the of that vehicle for which we get abomination into Thunderbolts. So she's going to take the case. Could she's be. going to win. Abomination will be set free. And Abomination will be like, well, now I'm free. And then Elaine's going to show up and yeah, be Elaine's like, I got up. a job for you. And that's and then he'll be in Thunderbolts. I'd be okay with that. If, if that's how they get him there, that's cool. I'm, I'm super yeah, I feel that. like that's what happens, She hope right? is just Lincoln lawyer with like superheroes. I'm here Let's for it. Let's go. Yeah. Sounds I'm great. Yeah. Sounds super fun. I'm about. I would love that shit. I think that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. I'd love that. Wong's in the show as well. Because it falls so. into exactly what I was saying, which is like different genres within superhero dumb, right? Like, so a courtroom drama would be so different than anything they've made before. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so bronze. Bless your sweet soul. The idea that she has a compatriot in Daredevil who is a lawyer in a courtroom drama show, and he's also a superhero makes perfect sense. And now, for some reason, I'm just picking up on that right now, and I don't know why I didn't think about that before. It, yeah, this would be a great courtroom show where it's like, how do why you do? Why else would he be there, Jesse? No, I mean, like, I get it, but I never. When you think about it as just a courtroom show. You always have to have mm-hmm. the one guy who's like, I know it's going to be a big trial, but if you ever need help, I'm always here. And he's like also a superhero. I think that's super fun. I, that's I don't know. That's what that show mm-hmm. is, I think. Yeah, I didn't. Look, I just didn't. Also, didn't isn't, uh, it, I think, isn't Frogman one of her clients? I think that's the, yeah. Yeah, fr- I mean, Frog they show, they show yeah. a trailer of it, yeah. yeah or like a little snippet of it. I'm sure he'll be there for Frog like Man. one day. And I think at one at some point, this is my theory, is that they're going to be on opposite sides. And it's oh, not going to be, be a, the main abomination case, but it's going to be one of the cases. Because if they go off of the comic where that happened, like it was like one of my favorite comics ever. I love this, by the way. This is so good. That's great. I could totally see, like, that's how they meet each other. Like, Matt Murdock and in the courtroom and is presenting the case. Yeah. Like, maybe he's the defendant or the opposite. And then they're usually how the, the case structure in the comics goes, which is how I think it's going to work in the show, is that they're in court in the day, but then at night, they either have to, like, find some evidence or you know protect a witness or and usually they're in opposition of each other they got to find that thing that's going to secure their case i'm pretty sure that's how they're going to see each other in costume and realize they're both soups right and then you know yeah after that i'm sure they'll consult for each other like on a friendly basis because that would be super cute yeah to be cool someone also quoted this and i think it's a great lead into uh talking about x-men the animated series hey jesse you know what happens when a toad gets struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. Thank you. Yes. Thank Shout you. out to Storm's accent. Rest <laughs> in peace. Lasted one movie. <laughs> it's, so, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Let's, uh, let's jump into our conversation of the first 10 episode uh, of the X-Men animated series. Now, I don't, I'm not going to put up a spoiler tag. This shit is 30 years old now. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't seen super this old. by now, uh, that's on you. Uh, and I also don't know if we're going to go episode by episode. We can kind of just jump around. I'm uh, my first take on this after watching it. Uh, I don't think this like this was marketed to kids. I don't not think this is a kid's show. I mean, they're talking about like a nuclear missile is going to go off. We got to Like what? Ten year olds be like, oh, no, not a nuclear missile. <laughs> As the show progresses, JP, I vividly remember the storylines from later are about like love triangles yes. and yeah. like mutant affairs and Gambit like <laughs> yeah. boning down with Rogue and like yeah. it is it is for kids, but it's wink not for kids. There yeah. is you know I it, mean it was a Saturday morning like, cartoon show is what it was. But you're yeah, right. Yeah, I yeah. kind of like that about it. I kind of feel like some of the stuff at least oh, I think it's great. reminds us that like, yeah, that like you don't have to necessarily talk down to children because people use this as an excuse for everything, you know, like, oh, you're indoctrinating kids. And this show had a huge like half the fucking plot is slavery. 
and how yeah. everyone wants to use these mutants for their own nefarious deeds, whether that's apocalypse, whether that's them, you know, building Genosha, like everybody is just trying to get what they want out of them. And like nobody sat there and said, this is not appropriate for kids to learn because like it's like, bitch, that should happen. And putting it in a cartoon show is a lot easier way for them to digest it and make sense of it than, you know, to, to prepare it's, them for having those conversations, you know. Do you? Let me ask you guys a question. Later. Because uh, that that brings up a crazy point that I had not considered. If this show came out today the exact same way, the exact same storylines, could it exist or would Twitter just be a fucking, like, mess and it would get canceled to oblivion and marvel would have to like stop making it if it was marketed to kids the first episode is a lot of jubilee being like why me woe is me my life sucks i'm just a mutant why don't people leave me alone it's like really it is clearly written in a way to describe the situation to kids right so like every character in the first two episodes you know everything about them by the time those two episodes end. Yeah. Everything you would like ever need lines. to know. You're right. Yeah. Like even Rogue, while they're running to go save a person, is like, when I was young, I sucked <laughs> all the juice out of my boyfriend. And you're like, why would she say that there? Doesn't matter. It's it's said. And yeah. it like and so yeah. I think that the way the story was told is probably the biggest issue because I know a lot of people today, especially, would be like, jubilee is the main character and she has no agency she is literally running from from moment to moment yeah like she exists to serve the story and no other purpose in those first she's not a character she exists to be like the person they save and so i bet people would have issue with that and some of the other things that happen but i think for the most part it's pretty adult and it like beast in jail being like i choose to allow the legal system to determine this like i'm sitting there being like beast don't do that shit bro get (laughs) out gonna go well bro (laughs) it's not gonna go your way my man and i think stuff like that would actually play very well so i don't know yeah i think it would just be wild to see like that i the whole time i'm watching this i'm like i watched this as a kid i i didn't know what i was watching like this is what this is crazy this is this was this was on a saturday morning at 10 a.m when I was eating Fruit Loops and my PJs, like, what the fuck what, happened? What was wild <laughs> is Morph's death somehow stuck in my mind. And Morph laugh. was not a character. Morph isn't a character. Yeah, no. Morph is a dude Morph who's like, nah, 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 yeah, and he sucks. But for some reason, as a kid, I went back watching the show and I was like, hold up. He was only in the first two episodes. He wasn't in more episodes? Yeah. I, for some reason, he was ingrained in my memory as being important. No, he just dies. I was like, oh, shit. Okay wild yeah you know what i've like the show because you're right is written so funnily in places like it's a product of its time where it's like they deliver their their entire backstory in one line but then in other places it's like really intelligent like the overall narrative so like one of Mm -hmm. the things that caught me was like beast is choosing to work within the confines of the legal system of the justice system to the extent that he even says hey if you guys come back during visiting hours that's okay this is what I want to do. But yeah. he never he never takes the stance that that's what everyone else should do. It's what he's, he's never like. Do. Yeah, it's what he's going to do. And that's more intelligent and nuanced than some writing. Now, he you know, he's he he does not expect Colossus to stay in jail. It is his statement that he's making. If Colossus has no faith in the prison system and his friends have no 
faith in the justice system. He is okay with that because it's what he is choosing to do. And I love that, that they kind of Mm -hmm. say that to kids too, which is like, because some people, this is an argument that happens now, right? Like if I were to choose to go work at Blizzard, there would be people that would say, oh my God, how dare you go work for that shitty fucking company? Like, you know, and I could make the argument, well, I want to change it from the inside. I want to work there. And there's going to be other people that say, well, no, you can't change something like that from the inside. The whole institution has to be brought down. I, I'm not foolish or deluded enough to think that one of those answers is right. I would say, I don't know what it is. We're all trying to navigate our morality. There's, there's nuance there. Right. And I, I love that this show, like, actually tackles that a bit where it's like, well, this is what I believe, you know? And I, I, I think if you don't want to hold to that, that's fine. Break out of the prison. I'm not going to, <laughs> but you, you do that. Yeah. You know? I, I also thought it was funny and, and very much like a very much cartoon that Magneto's just like, all right, fuck you. And then turns around and kills a bunch of cops. <laughs> like well, that I, I think there's like an interesting, <laughs> he just starts Magneto's cops in like yeah, the Magneto's... most Magneto way possible introduction into this is fascinating because i didn't expect it to be what it was and correct me if i'm wrong but his plan out the gate was i'm going to convince the x-men to try and spring their friend from prison also that they can get caught on film being the mutants that everyone thinks they're supposed to be i'm pretty sure that was his plan pretty which much, is like yeah. a very high level plan to tell a kid like oh yeah don't save your friend because if you do, you've made it worse. You've got to let like them as a make, child is an interesting yeah. thing to hand a, a kid. Yeah, make yeah, your I friends like, realize oh. that everyone else hates them, not and then make them like jaded and cynical towards the rest of the yeah, world. Magneto yeah, Magneto was like going to play everyone. Like, well, you've fallen for my plan. Was, I was like, oh shit! For some reason, Damn. It, I my I had a really hard time convincing my brain that like the Ian McKellen Magneto was not this character. Because he's not at all. But, like, the second he popped up, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be, oh, this is, like, nothing like the Ian McKellen. But even, and and going back to what Bronze was saying about Professor X, Professor X in the show, kind of a dick. Yeah, he was where he, like, scolds Wolverine. Yeah. He's like, Wolverine, you're kind of a piece of shit. I was like, whoa. And then I love Wolverine's response of, like, dude, how come you can hate your, uh, like, bad past friends but when it's my friend, you want to try to save him. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that was a great this scene. Great. That was so good. I love this shit. Yeah. It there's was, there's a writing. lot of like a lot of infighting, which makes sense because their only commonality is that they're mutants and they're right. forced mm-hmm. together because everyone else hates them. And that is a narrative that's lost even now, you know, and it's like, well, yeah, they're forced to kind of band together and be there for each other even when they don't like each other. I will never get over Jubilee kind of giving Colossus the same treatment that other mutants get. Like there's, because once again, the show reaffirms mutants are not a monolith. These are people that operate. And so they immediately, they're like, look at how quickly he destroyed that building. He probably destroyed our school. Let's get him. And he's like, you know, I did not do this. You know, he's just like, (laughs) you silly Americans. I did not do this. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's like, wow, you guys just profiled another mute. Like, like, and then uh, when people do that to you, you're just like, no, where I'm just trying to live my life. Miss Jubilee is like, 
It's him. Get him. <laughs> Jubilee's also, also so broken in this show. She's so no broken. proof. Also, yeah. no proof. No yeah. proof at all. She just decides that it's that motherfucker. Yeah. One of the best things about the show, though, is they they found a way to. <laughs> In all of the storytelling they're doing, they find ways to drop little lore nuggets in the most ridiculous yet like, oh, that checks out. Um, adding things like when uh, uh, Aurora Monroe, when Storm is trapped under rubble. Yeah. They're like, get her out of there. She's claustrophobic. And I was like, <laughs> I see what you I see what you did there. Like, you didn't, you threw that line in, and now we all know. And now that's a big lore feature. Like, oh, why? Because that's from her past, though, dog. And it's like, oh, will we find out about that? And it's like, you damn well, you know we will. Yeah. I love that. So I was like, okay, this is great. They do that at the same time they do shit where it's like Jubilee walking home. Like, I don't understand why I got to be a mutant. I just want to be a regular girl. And then up against a wall, posted up is a giant ass like mech of doom and she just walks right by and it looks over like oh shit she didn't see me didn't they go to commercial break right after that as well like wasn't that the commercial yes absolutely yeah yeah so sentinel post it up like yeah it's actually crazy like they have such like i said nuanced themes and then inter like intermix with kid writing even the entire bit of like Sorry, lost my train of thought. It's back. Okay. The entire plot that Apocalypse has is like so fucking nefarious, but also like the way it's marketed and and uh, like that the fact that that line like haunts Rogue where it's like, no, but Professor X showed us how valuable our powers are and Rogue is just like, it's like, yeah, solidarity. None of us would ever give up our powers. And then she's just like, <laughs> she's like these sons it is, of bitches. It's like, hello it's like guys do you not you know like and and that entire sort of indoct like they literally touch on indoctrination like everyone else is buying what professor x is selling but rogue is not really buying it yeah. you know she's still like i don't know about this you know like this is these are people that i'm with because of circumstance but i don't know about this like i want to have a life i want to have a normal life and immediately falls into a trap where it's somebody else that just wants to use her for her powers and therefore if you're a child and you're watching that and you're like god i can't believe rogue is gonna sneak off and get and lose her mutant powers who would ever do that that's so dumb and then you see the person that gets swindles her is like i'm gonna use her she's very powerful she i'm gonna turn her into a slave in that moment as a kid you would even give pause and be like no wonder she wants to lose her mutant powers. She's surrounded by people that constantly are bothering her because she has mutant powers. If she didn't have them, Apocalypse would leave her alone. All these people would leave her alone. Yeah. And it so even if you have like like I said that kid logic of why would anybody give this up? The show very seamlessly tells you, well, this is why. Yep, it's true. They they, they do a good job. And the the other interesting part is like Jesse was saying, they don't. It's not over a long, drawn-out process. It's over two sentences. It's like, bam, right in your face. <laughs> Here's the reason why. <laughs> they they but, don't oh, fuck but, around. Because they have the yeah, episodes the, are, what, like 18 minutes long or something like that? They're fast. They're yeah. super short. Yeah. they got, And they get through stuff so quickly, but they also are very good with, like, to be continued. Yes. So if it's going to take longer, they will not They get the 3D animation it. at the end, which is well, sick. Well, like, I mean, 
this show is I can't believe this is season one. It is all there is literally They're a fast. scene where they fight sewer people with lightsabers. Yes, which is a pretty iconic <laughs> scene. That scene, There's yeah. So the much shit in this. We're, we're, this is the first this is the beginning, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to go. That was episode five, yeah, with the Morlocks. It's insane also, to me. It's, it's crazy how that ends because Storm is just like, yeah, I can't stay here. You're going to keep ruling the way that you have, and I'm going to go be with the X-Men. <laughs> yeah. That, that to a seven-year-old is probably like, what? You can do that? Like, what the fuck? What's, what's insane <laughs> to me is that there's a moment where, um, <laughs> like, I know they're called Morlocks, these people that yeah. live underground, which makes sense. You know, it's like a tribute. Yeah. But what's funny to me is that at one point, Storm is like, Morlocks, you no longer need to live underground. And it cuts these people, and one is like blue and nasty looking, and one <laughs> is like, like this giant monsters. monster. Yeah. And then there's like an old ass lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she's great. Like an old lady, and she's like, I'm just happy to be here. Crazy. The show is I, insane, and I love everything about it. I hope that they draw because the the mo- like the X Men movies of the the nineties and and early two thousands definitely took some inspiration from this. But like, I hope that when the X Men get introduced into the MCU, they go all in on this shit. Like, where it's not just a group of five people that like will do anything for each other. It's like, no, it's a group of five people that kind of secretly hate each other somewhat, or have like storylines happening in the background. But they're doing this all because some asshole Giancarlo Esposito is Professor X is like, you guys got to do this shit type the, deal. The problem with this is that, unfortunately for Disney and Marvel, they have in the past set up the idea that the X-Men are all buddy-buddy in movies. And for the most part, other, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and other media in like TV and movies and whatever have done the we're a group of superheroes and we all hate each other thing. And like Umbrella Academy is a great example. Sure, and yeah, so it's kind of been done. If you like, the minute they break that out, people are gonna be like, "Well, now they're they changed X Men and they're trying to be this other thing." Yeah, that and, is true. And, and you're like, so it's tough. Let I me let me ask you this then: for the X Men movie, do you think that the issue that they're gonna run into is like, for the X Men movie to exist, you need to introduce a lot of characters all at once. So do we get like solo films? Like, do we get a solo Wolverine film first? And do we I get a solo Magneto six, film first? I think a lot of phase six, the reason why we didn't see a lot of stuff is we're going to get a lot of those introductions of characters as they start to bring mutants more and more in. Yeah. And then Secret Wars is going to be the like hard reset on everything so that when Secret Wars ends, however it ends, I imagine it'll end with a reset. Um, Probably. That all those things are back in the world. And whether people remember or not, that's a great question. No clue. But everything will be back into the world. And probably, it would be. I actually would love it if the only person who remembered anything was Doom. I think that would be like a phenomenal, like, I've seen the end. I, lo- I would love that stuff. That would be great. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to wrap up. That's a good point. Because, I mean, right now we have a lot of people introduced. But none of them except for Miss Marvel are confirmed as mutants so yeah mm-hmm. yeah we'll see yeah and I, I i don't i just don't know how they're gonna like bring them in because a lot of those characters are so reliant upon other, like if you just have a cyclops walking around like who the fuck cares about this guy <laughs> right? like, yeah fuck you yeah. scott summers yeah, you need I some mean, other they people can go two routes right they can go one 
like because the the route that they've gone in the past when it was like we didn't have like a cinematic universe yeah it was a very simple one right which is like this is this school right and people have been here forever and you're experiencing the story through the eyes of one particular mutant who has now seen this pre-established group of people which is very elegant in its introduction right yeah but you it's harder to do that now because it's like if there was a school of superpowered people somewhere you're fucking telling me none of the MCU fucking knows about it. Like nobody knows about. It. They've been here. They're they've been operating. You know, like the ocean bronze. They're from the man. Yeah, in the like ocean. it would be. It would be ludicrous to go that route. Yeah, and we would also have to say that if they do exist, they have not been operating as X Men. Now, Xavier's school does have normal mutants in it. Not every mutant that goes there is an x-men so it could be they right. form the x-men after that's one solution like the school has always been there it's in secret or whatever they've got they've got telepaths it's not impossible to create especially after what they did with wakanda it's not impossible to create this thing that they've been hidden using psychic manipulation they sure. convince people that have seen it that's not there i mean we also saw that with dr strange like people just don't perceive it if they don't want it to be perceived you could easily go that route and that something in the film compels them to form the X-Men from the school of mutants because, you know, that's one solution. The other solution is the like what y'all are talking about. The school doesn't exist and the these mutants don't exist. And as they start to pop up, Professor X comes along and starts sniping them. People like Kamala to come to his school and Magneto is on the opposite side of it, sniping people to come to him because it's much easier to hide two mutants than it is to hide 300 of them. And I will also say, I do think that the mutants should be like a, a rotating roster. I, sure. I don't think every single one should be in every movie because that's, that's what makes the comic books work. You know, like usually when they deploy a team, it's or even when they have a run, there's like usually eight different X-Men teams and they have different mutants on them. That's for a really good reason. You know, you have this amazing group of people. Why would you send in the same lineup for every problem? Right. Right. Like you do have like Psylocke for a Psylocke problem, Colossus for a Colossus problem, and Kitty Pride for Kitty Pride problems. You wouldn't send morph them. Morph for a Morph problem. <laughs> morph is dead. What if Morph is Adam Sandler and they just have Adam Sandler? Dude, <laughs> I would love that casting. Morph is Adam Sandler's Morph, but like old. Hmm. Kind yeah. of like I'm tired of this shit. Adam Sandler. It's little Mickey as Morph. That's the that's the point. Oh, mm -hmm. Boy, um, Bront, did you read? Did you read much of the Hickman run of X Men? Yes. So, so the shit that's could we go that route? Like, could could yes. the island of Krakoa exist? I I don't know if people would be okay with that route because where the They're... comic books are now is a wild crazy yeah like they have ways of bringing back mutants from the dead yeah. they have their own planet they have their own government they are their own people yeah um and every mutant is welcome there whether they're under magneto's banner or whether they're under they have like their own creed and they're completely separate from any other governing law it's actually really fucking cool so they could go that route they could be like well we come from a planet of mutants and this is our planet, and this has been here the entire time, and you know, yeah. Or they could at least establish that, right? Like, because it, yeah, it didn't start like, like we're not, we as... don't want to abide by your rules, so we have our own. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, 
I worry that they're just going to try to retell the movies of the 90s and, and early 2000s. And like, I don't want that story. Right. Like I, we've seen that. Story. It wouldn't work. Yeah. We, it, I don't think it I don't think it works in a cinematic universe because it's like. Like I was saying, how would nobody know that these people have been here and sure. operating and that there's giant machines that are hunting them down? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, they would have to. It, it makes more young. sense if they're an oppositionary force and then shield makes the sentinels to kill them that is a story i would like to watch it's either going to be shield or it's going to be the people from miss marvel i think it's going to be the people well, the, from miss marvel and make the, the thing so that i think that, that we'll probably see happening because i think miss marvel falls into the category of that is that just like new people coming into the mcu all the mutants are going to be young people be like reaching puberty and beyond and becoming like adults. Yeah. So we're going to see a lot of the young versions of people. That's how they, they can need... say, well, no one could detect them because they were kids and their mutant powers hadn't happened yet. So we're going to see a lot of that. So we that might see people that are like the rarities, like professor X or whatever. Yeah. But most the of the characters we're going to see now are going to be young people that can stay with franchises for the next 20 years. Yeah. That bums me out too. I Cause say. I don't think there is interesting. Totally, yeah. And you, that, you that's want a character not really backstory. Being, yeah, yeah. It's not even me being ageist. It's like, you're 16. What are the biggest fucking problems in your goddamn life? Versus, like, you know, yeah. someone who survived a, a, a genocide. Like, there's so much different story there. You I think know? if like, they, they went on a limb and gave, like, Magneto his own film, and they went, like, that route to start off the, the mutant world to introduce the elders in a way where they get it their own film. And there's, like, you know... Magneto could run into Wolverine in the past for sure, right? Like they're both like, very fucking Magneto old. Magneto is a character that's easy to input into the world because Magneto as a character is like, why would I ties. help any of these people with any of their dumb problems? These humans F them. And so you can fit him in the world because he makes sense. But Professor X, who's like, I choose not to help the Avengers, and I will not fight any like that guy just seems like, all right, well, what the hell were you doing then, bro? Like, what yeah, was your... that's true. Why were you... You know, and that becomes more difficult. Uh, same thing, it's the Eternals problem. Like, wait, so you just all sat around? And then you were like, well, we should defend humanity. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do, do you guys think X-Men would work better as a movie or as a show on Disney Plus? Honestly... Well, let me, let me just say a show, because I don't want to say a show on Disney Plus, because that, that... I think it would work better else. as a show, because it's more... Just like the, the cartoons we watched, it's serialized. Yeah. There is, you need to be able to tell multiple stories with multiple characters over time. And there is absolutely no way a movie can do that properly. X-Men 2 is a great film, but it's, you know, it's a very contained small story, mostly about Wolverine. Yeah. And if you want to tell mm -hmm. stories about other characters, it becomes more difficult. The first X-Men movie was like an introduction thing. The third one was all over the place. Even <laughs> X-Men First Class was mostly about Magneto and Professor X. Like, it's harder to tell a movie version. I think a TV show would be, it'd be a hit. If they could do it well. It'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, that is true. Uh, what was y'all's favorite episode of the animated show? To jump back to that real quick. Which one the, of the 10 we watched? Uh what was your go-to? I, I thought the Morlock episode was hilarious because the Jedi Those were stuff, super neat, yeah. Like, the grandma just, like, being a fucking... Her superpower is being a grandmother. <laughs> she just existed as a grandmother in that universe. 
Um, I there's there's one of the things that I thought was super interesting about the show was uh uh oh god the end of every episode they do the thing that comic books do yeah or I guess used to do it's been a while but they would have like the characters spinning and then like the profile of the yeah, characters yeah the 3D animation bullshit yeah and I totally forgot that was a thing absolutely loved it I would get upset when Disney tried to move me to the next episode because I was like I want to see what that says yeah um but. The uh the best episode was the one where they had uh I don't remember what that damn thing's called but the like mother brain of the sentinels show up. I think it's episode 7 or 8. Mm. Uh that was was that whatever that damn thing's called. Was that on the island on Genosha? Um it literally I think the episode's called Slave Island yeah, which seven. is the whole that's thing. Seven. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Master was, Mold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that shit. I thought that was great. Cool. I love Cable again, fucking goes- shows up in that. Uh, like, it's wild to me how yeah, many fucking characters are like, are like yeah. Apocalypse is in the first ten episodes of this show. Yeah, I don't it's again. So, fast. so much happens. So, like the first two episodes, they straight up immediately introduce the Sentinels without any like. We don't need to talk to you about backstory. Like, they just hunt mutants, and we're not going to explain why. Yeah. This guy just does like deal with it, and th- it happens, and you're into it, and you just don't care, and then. Four episodes, five episodes later, they're like, and they're back. That storyline you thought was done, it's back. Don't worry, it's back. You're like, oh my god, okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bronze. I mean, my favorite episode is an episode of Rogue thirsting over Colossus the entire time. <laughs> I love that her entire logic for breaking him out of prison is, well, we can't let that tall, dark, and Russian go to jail. That would be a waste of fine mutant. <laughs> musculature and that's her entire logic is she for breaking out of he's yeah. hot oh, yeah. he's hot and then the three girls in their fucking convertible like you know with fucking storm and her tank top and her bell bottoms and jubilee and they're all like girl party like going on this trip and they 90s. get a they they get sidetracked to go pick up colossus from jail because rogue <laughs> wants to fuck him that and then Juggernaut shows up. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that shit. Juggernaut, and, and Rogue or not Rogue Storm. This is my favorite part because they still they're supposed to be superheroes. Love kids shows. Storm picks up a fucking skyscraper and drops it on his head, and you're like, there were people in there, Storm, and she's like, nah, fuck this guy. And the entire resolution of the episode is Jean being like, well, I convinced him he was a very special episode of Blossom. And it's like, uh, well, are we done then? I don't know when it'll wear off. Well, we'll deal with it when it does. And no one addresses the fact that, like, Rogue possesses him, uh, gets all his powers, is like, everyone loved my brother, everyone hated me. <laughs> no one's like, at some point, we need to ask Professor X about, like, what the fuck happened to this guy to make him this way. That's like, season nope. two. That's season two. Not to jump too far ahead. Don't they in like season three go back to like the dinosaur the age of dinosaurs? Yes. No, they go to the island. They go to the dino they, they with the pterodactyl man. Oh, I absolutely remember that. And, and, uh, and I know there's a also... giant saga of the Phoenix saga. Uh, yes, but then that like, happens Spider Man and like, yeah, like Spider-Man, War Machine, 
the X Factor team shows up. Like it everything gets, is in the show. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, look, Doctor Strange is in here. Watu, Eternity, all the crazy shit that crazy. happens that leads to the uh, infamous "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch." Like all that stuff is is in this. It is truly a classic show. It is. Yeah. It's a- no, Charles. No, get out of my no, head, Charles. Charles. <laughs> get out of my head, Charles. <laughs> oh, that fucking shit. That's such an old. It's so name. good. I, so I, good. it's crazy to me. Bronze, you're totally right. 90% of the characters in the show are like super horny all yeah. the time. It's very 90s. All yeah. the time. It's very 90s. Yeah. Everyone is like. The, literally, again, her logic for breaking him out is like, he's too hot to go to jail. Gambit, the only thing he does is because he's like, I'm trying to get laid, Mon yeah, Like, that's people. it. His opening he's of like, his character is his, him hitting on like someone trying to sell him cards yes and then great. she's like she's like not into it and then it cuts back to her after i don't know something happens in the mall and then she's like into it like he's wooed her by just I, having an accent or some shit the mall scene is so crazy that dude's like everyone stop what you're doing i'm just hunting a mutant yeah don't even stress i'm destroying the mall, but this is fine and then storm is like don't worry I'll handle this and flaps she her flaps arms her and arms, flies so. into the. <laughs> That's real wild. Shit is crazy. Yeah, I absolutely love this show. It is insane. Yeah, it's it's definitely like it's a product of its time, and I don't think anything will ever exist the way that oh. this show exists in the future. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna throw these cards on these like guys. It's like when they talk about remaking Daria. Yeah, you know, like it's like well. If we put a show out like that now, young people would just say it was a downer because I think being sure. depressed was more okay for us as teenagers. For us to be uh, very pessimistic or nihilistic yeah. was like cool and it was okay and it was normal. It was a Gen X show. Um, it was a show for Gen Xers who were just like, I'm kind of fucking over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so now I think if you were to now's generation is very positive young people are a lot more like uh-huh you know and so sorry chun lee uh, <laughs> reference there so i think having a show with teenagers being like what's the point of everything yeah and but considering half of that show is dunking on you know the blonde pretty girls they would be like what are those girls even doing wrong like they're just living their own truth they're their own people right. and you know like this girl isn't doing anything wrong and so hating her just because she's pretty and she's popular is like very silly because she's not, you know, like I noticed that even with stranger things writings, like a lot of the time they have to, they have to create a reason for the popular characters to be bad guys other than just being popular. Cause that's not enough of a reason anymore. But if you go back and watch any eighties media, nah, the they were villains were because bad. they were popular. Totally. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're not wrong. Not very, yeah, very but they try to keep generation. those kids from from either either uh like snowboarding down the mountain or like getting to the concert on time or like popular kids were always trouble yeah they, all you want to do was like smoke uh, and like joke with your friends the popular kids like i'm gonna tell the vice principal so you had to take him out i'll say those this the rules. about uh, i don't want to talk too much about stranger things but they did a very good job of making you hate those characters in a very fast amount of time. I was going to say, those yes. characters, those people F- were every single one of them. I hope they all get hit with a fucking skate. Yeah, I yes. hope Eleven takes but, them all But out. what I'm saying is, they oh, did you were right in what you were saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, they 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 were like, we can't just have them be popular guys. Like, they yes. we need to drive home that they are bad people. And in fact, one creatures, of their yeah. click, one of their click that you know is is in a few episodes. She's like now a very popular character that people are like, she deserved better. She deserved better. But it's it's just interesting because I'm telling you, a few episodes ago, and they actually <laughs> broke down because I watched a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Uh, L has a, has a yeah. L has a bully in this show. Um, I guess it's maybe a minor spoiler. And the hair and makeup department said they gave her that hairstyle very specifically because that hairstyle is like evil. Like they had to create visual cues because being once again being popular isn't enough to make you a villain. Makes like sense. they gave her the the feathered hair and the crazy bang and the high ponytail that's teased out to hell. Totally. That was very, very calculated because we associate that hairstyle with mean girls because of like how many characters were mean that had that. it's supposed to be like um well, it's evocative of like, like uh childhood for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, like high maintenance, nobody has time to do this, you know, that type of thing. Where it's yeah. like she's not relatable in any way, shape, or form. So that she has to have a hairstyle that's not relatable in any way, shape, or form. So they chose like the most high maintenance, crazy eighties hairstyle, so that there's just nothing about her that you find like, like you know, relatable Endearing. or appealing. You're just that's like, smart. yeah. Whereas like Elle's character has a normal, like hairstyle that you would see in the eighties. That you know, it's it's a, a normal girl would have that versus this like feathered, teased monstrosity that probably took three hours to put on her head. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Uh, let's do this before we wrap. <clears throat> we need quick takes on who plays these characters in a live action X-Men. Okay. All right. We'll go back and forth. Uh, maybe you guys can just blurt them. Whoever bl blurts it out first. Let's go that way. So then we'd be stealing ideas. Uh, who plays Cyclops? Cyclops? Yeah. <sighs> Does he have to be any casting? John Ham. John Ham. John Ham's not a bad idea. No, I think he could do it. He's got he's got kind of the the face. He's got the hair. They'd have to probably dye it because he, he's unless we don't go with the brown hair Scott Summers, we go with the black hair Scott Summers. Actually, no, no, no. John Ham is Mister Sinister. I'm I'm <laughs> Oh, okay. Although he's he can't really pull off the like casual Mr. Sinister. The like normal human Mr. Sinister. Ooh, someone said Tom Cruise is Cyclops. Tom Cruise is a little too old for Cyclops though. Henry Cavill I think is is potentially actually might actually play him, but not Oh, man. James Martin? Yeah, he did. You know who would have been great? I think he might have hit too old now. Yeah. Just for the MCU. But he's still Chris Pine would have been a fantastic, fantastic Cyclops. Oh, you're right. He would he would he be would have, good. Like a younger Chris Pine would have nailed that. Yeah. I agree. Damn. Like he would have yeah. been good. Yeah. Oh, I can see it too. I can see him with the, the the things on with his little like hair swoop. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, also the guy who played young Han Solo. That would also be a good cast. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. a good one, Blood mm -hmm. Uh, What about Jubilee? Mm -hmm. Who plays Jubilee? 
Also, oh is Jubilee? Let me ask you: Is Jubilee even a good character? <laughs> no, Jubilee sucks. <laughs> Jubilee's kind of trash. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Jubilee's not her. great. Um, they would have to rewrite her character to actually have some. I don't know anything to have anything. I don't know. No, Zendaya no cannot play Jubilee. Suit. Jubilee is, would be, of all the characters, like the youngest one, right? She would have to be a kid actor. Mm -hmm. like a yeah, I don't unknown. know. Yeah, I think it would be I don't know yeah, anyone yeah, who would play like her. An unknown. unknown actor yeah. works. I think that would work. I think that would work. Yeah. Uh, what about Rogue? Rogue? Man. What about, uh, what if you got, uh, is it Ana, Ana de Armas? How do you say her name? I think she could be uh, anything but a rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I don't do think you need, she'd be a good okay. rogue. All right. Uh, Lady Gaga could be a rogue. I feel like that could maybe. I still work. think Lady Gaga's too old. I think that could work. I feel. I feel like the problem is a lot of the people that we're associating with these characters would fit into They're the old thing, but we got to think like new well, franchise. Well, for going like new casting, it's gonna be impossible. I don't know any like teenagers. <laughs> yeah, actors. it sucks I'm because old, it's Jesse. tough. I don't know any of this shit. Look, I agree. I can't think of any. <clears throat> See, chat says Ariel Winter is rogue. I don't even know who the fuck that is. She's the daughter from uh, Modern Family. Oh. Oh no. You know what? Hear me out. All right. We're hearing Ruth out. Nega. She's got a killer okay. southern accent. Yep. I totally think she could do the whole like flirty, horny thing. Like I think you that's a good I casting. Think, yeah, I think Ruth I Nega would like do really well. She I was totally great in being uh, like, well, you well, sugar. She was really good in Preacher. I, and she, she kind of also she kind of played rogue in preacher and a little that's like, that's what i'm thinking she kind of had a rogue-esque bearing in that and i think like she could totally be like well that's easy for you to say you've kissed a boy you know like i yeah. could see her having that kind of spunk but also being really flirty and cute yeah i, I think she's also she also falls into that age category of like boy we're old like i thought she was much younger than she actually is oh is she older yeah, I she was born. That. She was born she in 1982. Oh, okay. She just looks very good. Yeah, yeah. but she's wow. like she's yeah. born in 82. Like, Holy shit! 82. Yeah, she's older than us. So I mean, I mean she just looks great. 30. You have 33 year olds playing teenagers in Euphoria. Right. Oh, abs yeah. I mean, yeah. absolutely, it yeah, yeah. works. But I'm thinking so, like, all right, the first movie would come out in three years' time. Yeah. So, and then you'd have to stay with the franchise. Disney just wouldn't do it. Yeah. Right? Like she could be a phenomenal mm -hmm. actress, but Disney doesn't give a shit about that. Yeah. They're like, can you be in this franchise for the next 20 years? True. So uh that's the problem. We've discussed Wolverine. What about Gambit? G Gambit's Yo, had like some hard casting. Uh like he's been cast. I, I think uh what's his name? The guy from Channing Friday Night Tatum. Lights. Yeah, well, Channing Tatum was was uh, originally supposed to be him, and then the guy from Friday Night Lights as well was supposed to play him. Uh, who I they thought cast would have been great. oh, but they haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah, like the the movie got canceled. I think at uh, Fox back in the day. Pedro Pascal, no, Ryan Gosling would be a cool gambit. Mm, 
No, Ryan Gosling, I don't think could do it. What about it, Eddie Munson from Stranger Things? Gambit has to have like. What if we got something that was actually like, you know, a Creole? Who's the dude? Who who's that? the dude from? Um, the right word. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. watch this show at all, but I do know like I see news. Who's the dude that was on Bridgerton, but then wasn't on Bridgerton anymore? It was like a guy who was Charlie like a Cox. very handsome actor, and he was like a main character on Bridgerton, and then like wasn't anymore. You're talking about and the guy that from dude? Legion. Oh, oh, I don't. I, no, no, sorry. I don't know Bridgerton. his name. I'm, I'm thinking of Downton Abbey. Sorry, I haven't seen. Yeah, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Like that dude is handsome as shit. Like that guy, I think could pull off like a like Creole Gambit easy. What is that dude's name? Dan Doesn't he have like a French name? name too? Isn't it like Regé Jean uh, Paul? Oh, is that his name? Jean? No, I think it's Page. I was gonna say I thought it was like Jean, Jean Page. Page. Or Jean like that. Page. Yes. Yeah. Dude, that guy could do it. Doesn't I think he, he could French pull it off. Name? Yeah, oh he, wait, I mean, was he? His look. Was he has a look. Was he just in uh, <laughs> that Netflix movie with uh, Ryan Gosling and all them? Uh, I do not know. And Anna Darmus, but. Is that the right guy, Chet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chat saying, I've, "Okay, I know, I know who you're talking about." Then, and yeah, I think he'd be a good gambler. I think you know, here's here's what the I would thing say. with that is, it's like if you don't nail the accent, it's just bad. Yeah. Well, the thing the yeah. thing that I think needs to be more if you could do a like gambit, it with you don't need to have the accent, but if you could pull off like a Matthew McConaughey gambit, I think you would be great. You know what I mean? Like. Even though he's far too old, Matthew McConaughey would be a great gambit. Just like personality wise, I could see his like greasy hair. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, mama. Like I, I could see him and like pull out the cards. Oh man! Well, all I right, kinda just, I kind of just want Matthew McConaughey to play gambit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's not okay, my three dream casting right there. Hop into my Oldsmobile and let's get out of here, mama. He'd have to put on a shit ton of muscle though. Cause like yeah, he's pretty yeah, he's pretty much a skeleton with some abs, <laughs> like some greasy hair. Oh god, that'd be hilarious. Uh, what about uh, what about Jean Grey? Oh my god, um, who is the most basic ass white girl in all of media right now? <laughs> Honest to God, that's who Jean Grey Anya Taylor used to be Joy. like. Uh, <laughs> dude maybe 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 it's pretty basic what is oh my god what is maybe I'm gonna, I'm gonna see does the internet have any thoughts on this i don't know who this person could be i, I have to know what people think i have no sophie, i don't know who sophie I would turner if she was a little bit taller could probably do it No, the internet's stupid. The internet's like, <laughs> who should play Jean, Jean Grey? Right out the gate, it's like Emily Blunt. No, no, I don't think Emily Blunt screams Jean Grey at all. Wait, why am I blanking Sydney on who Sweeney. Emily Blunt is? Sydney Sweeney's pretty basic. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. But still a decent actress, so. Yeah. Not, a, not a bad one. What about <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown? Hilariously, Taylor-Joy is on this list, Bronze, which I think is very funny. What about um, uh, yeah, that's 11? They put her name in for everything. That's why I was laughing. Yeah. She's like the most. She is, like yeah. they're she like Gwen Stacy, Anya Taylor Joy, uh, uh, Jean Grey, Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, uh, she gets a lot. Fucking 
yeah it's like everything she's she's like um the color black i guess it goes with everything i don't know huh jean gray would be a hard one to cast uh what about uh, this one's tough but what about beast I didn't think Who? the beast. I, I think the the days of future past beast, the young beast. I don't didn't really work. I think uh, no. Frazier is beast was like iconic. <laughs> really well, yeah, didn't. he had the voice. He had like the gravitas yeah. to pull off a beast. He was yeah. incredible. Um, maybe just Kelsey Grammer. Maybe have beast just be an elder character that's like super fucking smart and like knows has been around, seen some shit. Yeah, if it's going to be CGI, you're right. Just bring back Kelsey Grammer and make him younger. If Beast is just blue, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter who the actor is as long as Beast has the voice and gravitas, right? So but if it's, when if it's looking CG, at, just make it Kelsey. Yeah, when looking at Beast right now, um, oh my God, his brain just left my mind. Who is the dude from Westworld? Jeffrey Wright. That's the winner. Oh, you Jeffrey might Wright be is right. the winner. Oh, yeah. He's got the voice. I think he he has the voice. He can definitely pull off the like I'm the smartest one in the room. Oh yeah, I think he would be fantastic. He's already the watcher though. He is already the watcher, but like eh, it's not canonical. You know what I mean? It kind of is. We don't know. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> you know, unless they bring the watcher in like as a real character for anything else, I think <laughs> he could do it. If they bring the watch, like the thing about the watcher, bring if he actually becomes a live action character, he's gonna look goofy as fuck. And like yeah, that's saying goofy. <laughs> that's saying something for a, a Marvel film, but he's gonna look goofy as shit. Yeah, I think just I think a little dude with a giant giant fucking it. head with like a cloak that's taller than him. <laughs> Are there any other actors that with like that gravitas of the voice? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any other right. actors. You're right about that. Online, people are saying that Joel Edgerton would uh, be a good. Who's that? Uh, it's the dude oh my who. God. Um... He's that. He's in Gatsby. He's in. Oh, okay. He's in uh, Warrior. Yeah, he's also. He was... He's also Uncle Owen. Tony Stark's dad, isn't he? Uh, no. Some version of this. I don't think so. I think you're thinking of the guy from Mad Men, who's also a phenomenal yeah. actor. But I. I no, this is the dude no, who is. Oh, um, no, he was no, just no, an no, Obi Wan. Ruth Vega's husband, who was in Preacher, played some version of Iron Man's dad, and I'm confusing all of them now. Yeah, Joel Edgerton was in Gatsby. He was in Green Knight. He was in. He's in Warriors. Another... What I remember him from. Oh yeah, he's in yeah, Green Knight. The guy's like, "Don't bang my wife. See ya. Bye." <laughs> yeah, or, wait, no, I on. love him. Do bang my wife. I believe is what that's what was going on there. And then also bang me was yeah, his like, energy in that movie. Yeah. To, like, what if what if you banged my wife and then we also banged and then imagine and what that. if it all was a trick <laughs> morgana bitch <laughs> by the way i love that part of that entire story it's great so good it's like a nice callback to like remember those other stories morgana <laughs> bitch uh um i'm trying to think any other like big x-men roles there's a lot of minor roles like Bishop, Cable, Ghost. Like, there's so many people in the show. Ghost Rider. Shadow King's in the show. Sure. There's a ton. 
Mo I can't believe Mojo shows up. Who would you cast as Kitty Pride? Anna Darmus. <laughs> Honestly, I think she could pull it off, but I feel like she she seems like all of her roles recently have been a little more adult. Sure. And so I'm wondering if Daisy Ridley because be of that good. she can't play like a kid anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Daisy Aaron Ridley. Morty already. Who the hell Who is that? that? What is She's this? Starlight. I think she oh. would be because when oh, I was watching okay. that, I was like, she would. Actually I was like, be oh, really I could see her as Kitty Pride. Yeah, that'd be really good. She yeah. has that like kind of like, hey guys, because you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. What about Storm? Storm, I feel like is kind of a hard role. To do well, yes, yes. Um, Storm. Also, with like, Storm is an interesting. Like, Storm has so much crossover with Black Panther. Like, I that I don't know. Like, as a character, wait, wait, wait. I just saw Nope. I just saw Nope. What about Kiki Palmer? Yeah, she I could, is. I could, I could see Kiki Palmer as a Monroe. I could. I could she is it. so good. I can buy that. Yeah, yeah I can buy. Because I really like her and Nope. She's, that's already it. a fan casting so yeah is it yeah no i can i can see that yeah she's she's a dead she also has for, like, like look, she does have the look she has the look of like i could carry this character and this franchise if i need to yeah yeah that's true oh. that'd be pretty good now that's the only person i can think of i can't think of anybody else yeah, yeah i'm boy problem is everyone i can think of is too old like for our purposes if we were just making an x-men movie for whatever reason then yeah i can think of a bunch of people that would be like oh yeah they're fine but mcu casting is a little more, more crazy yeah well we'll see they're gonna be cast eventually i mean they get they gotta be cast what in the next two years if those films come out in you... like 2026 yeah, I mean, we'll have they're the going to have to. Years, years. Oh, chat, Zoe Kravitz would be cool. I don't know if she'd be a good Storm, but she'd be good in the show, like in X-Men or something. Who? I, don't I just love her, her as a so. Storm at all. Who is this? I don't yeah. see her as a good Storm at all. Zoe Kravitz, Zoe I don't see her as a good Kravitz. Storm, but I'd love, to, I'd love to see just more of her existing in movies. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> she kind of made her own bed there, though. <laughs> what do you mean? Was there drama or something? She, on? like. She was like, su she came down super hard on Will Smith over slapping uh, Chris Rock. And then in in return, a bunch of stuff came out of her, like, really sexualizing Jaden Smith when he was young. And it's oh, geez, like, okay. the, so the Internet has turned on her quite in a major not, way. And I kind of I kind of get it. She was like, I she she had quotes under her belt where she kind of like, sometimes I forget he's like not a man. And oh gosh i have such a crush on him and i'm like he's 16 and you're like 23 but okay Jeez. apparently that's not creepy <laughs> it was like Jeez. a lot of weird shit like that same thing is also true of uh um what's her face from slumdog millionaire like so many of her quotes like creeped me out about dave patel because he was like i think he's teen on that movie teen, yeah. and she was 25 oh, and the, uh the, she was actress, already dating like the him love interest yeah, oh, like, there was a huge that. age gap between them. 
and it was the it was like words she said too. She would always like say things like, "Oh yeah, like he's so mature for his age, and he comes off as a man." I was like, "Girl, he's 16. Oh, and they wild, ended up man. dating very shortly after that. So between I don't know, everybody's like under fire ever since that <laughs> that uh comedian who's like, what's his name? Something Cook is like marrying a girl Dane who's Cook? like 23 years old. Dane Cook? Yeah. yeah. Is it Dane Cook? He's like yeah. marrying a... I know he's marrying a very young girl and then they were like, yeah, you've been married for a long time or some shit like that, right? But Everyone's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> or, or, yeah. We've loved each other but, for a long time or something like that. Yeah, they've been together for five years when she was 18 yeah. and he says he was friends with her prior to that. But the question is, why is a man in his mid-30s friends with a 16-year-old girl? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's a little Hollywood's a little fucking. A, weird. I don't know. A little fucking. Uh, a little now there's like all these conversations happening about how nasty people in Hollywood are, and these old things Shocker. are getting dragged up too, which I was like here for. Yeah. yeah. Drag them. There's a um a lot of talk about what are people um, talking about, Jesse? Michaela Cole Cole as being cast as Storm in black panther 2 really but but it is yeah oh, wait, she's no, casting no. a she's serious already... role i thought she was already in the film no it just says black panther wakanda forever she was cast as a mysterious role but i imagine it's not that i think the internet is just overthinking things that'd be wild yeah i'm trying to read into it and see what it says and everyone's just like yeah, I mean, it's it's all hypothesis as the role is undisclosed still. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but that could be anything. I That's just Marvel. The, the stuff that I read. But who yeah, knows? But I mean, like, if they're going to hide a bunch of shit in there, I mean, this could be this could be the thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we can uh, we can wrap it up. Are we going to watch more? Uh, you guys want to finish season one? We got three yeah. more episodes for uh, animated series. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, super fun. We'll wrap that Enjoying up for next week. Uh, yeah. And then the seventeenth, we got She Hulk coming out. Are they debuting She Hulk with a single episode, or are they doing like multiple episode stuff? Do you guys know? I think it's. Just, I don't know. We'll I know the first episode. episode is thirty-five minutes or something like that. Okay, all right. It'll probably end with her getting her powers. You'll get to introduce her as a, a normie, and then she'll get her powers. Yeah, and then probably end up on like an island with Hulk. That's going to be the end of episode one. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's the 18th now. You're right. It's no longer Wednesdays. They move She-Hulk to Thursdays uh, for mm. whatever reason. Disney's trying to find that sweet oh, spot. Oh, ignore the internet. Apparently, the actress I was talking about, Michaela, is Adore Melange, which makes more sense than, you know, of course, that's what it is. Sure. Uh, just to give you times. Episode one is She-Hulk's 35 minutes. Episode two is 28 minutes. Episode three is 32 Episode four is 34. Okay. Premiere is the 18th of August. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up X-Men season one, the animated series next week. Do a little preview of She-Hulk. We kind of did a little preview today, um, but we'll, we'll discuss that break, go through all the different uh, characters that we know are going to be in it, all that type of stuff. And then uh, talk about the latest and greatest in the news uh, and rumorville of, of who's being cast as who. So, that's next week. Do some shout outs and we'll wrap up the show. Jesse, you want to go first? Yeah. Hey, hi. I'm so deep in on all the new comings and goings with Marvel stuff right now. I just bless. There's so much. 
coming down the pipeline. Very excited. But uh, yeah, this week is a whole bunch of me getting prepped to leave for Chicago to do our live show on Friday. So if you enjoy podcasts about two guys talking about absolutely nothing important, come see the live version of that. I'm sure <laughs> we'll harass the absolute shit out of you and drink Malort. Shout out to Malort. Are you it's terrible, Malort? but it's from Chicago. Oh, dude. Every time I'm there, I have to have at least a shot of Malort. One whole shot of that terrible, Ugh. terrible drink. It's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. Do you guys already have topics for Friday's show? Um, Some? we usually have a topic about 45 minutes before we go. <laughs> <laughs> and so far, every time it does well. So okay. fingers right. crossed. I need awesome. to get that Jesse Cox level of fame where I can bullshit and sell out a sell out a show. It is, and I stress this. Um, one day I'll awesome. be the Anya Taylor Joy of Twitch and just be like, <laughs> you're the Anya Taylor Joy of, of my heart. Fit. So don't even stress. Okay, oh, yeah. here we go. <laughs> when i when i think of you bronze i think of you looking beautiful for some reason smoking a cigarette but totally depressed like you've hit rock bottom yet you're still way above wherever i'll be yeah that's (laughs) how i imagine you (laughs) that's one of the funniest scenes to me is they're like look at her oh she was the chess queen and now she's a mess and she looks amazing and it's just like my life is over i'm like fuck i wish i was that good when i was at rock bottom Anyways, now that Jesse's had an existential crisis <laughs> on the show, Bronze, do some shout-outs. <laughs> um, hi, hello. You can find me on my Twitch channel, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, at that bronze girl. I went to Ren Fair this week. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm just trying to play catch-up. I got a bunch of new projects coming out. Oh, check out this Quest, D-E-S-I-Q-U-E-S-T. It's so hard for me to say. Uh, on Kickstarter, it's an all- uh south asian desi indian live play actual play show that we're trying to make um a mini series we just announced our first cast member other than me and sandeep of course is rick hashunker um from college humor she's a writer on animaniacs the new animaniacs and on grand crew and uh she's a former lead writer over at college humor so nice. uh check out our project and we have new cast members we're announcing next week i've been very busy behind the scenes so please support the things i do thank you all awesome stuff cool that's it for mc crew we'll be back next monday 1 p.m eastern for more you can check out vods over at youtube.com slash hit me jp and uh follow us all on oh TikTok. and bagged and boarded tomorrow sorry no no yeah get it out there get it out there promo if you want to talk about the new x-men comic uh i talk about comic books nice. on my channel on bagged and boarded i don't have a fixed day that it's on yet because my life is chaotic but i'm doing it tomorrow morning Sick. So come through and what uh, time tomorrow morning? We could talk about the new 11 a.m. Pacific? Pacific time. Yeah. There you go. Pacific standard time. Talking about the new X Men comic, the new Moon Knight comic, and some other indie stuff. Cool. Yeah. Awesome stuff. All right. That's it. I gave pause there to see if anyone else had anything. I got nothing. I was trying to be polite. I was trying to be polite. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We're out of here. Bye-bye.